The 100th episode of Old Fashioned Football on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sport betting research platform for parlays, props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hufbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by the Hockey Gambling Podcast's brand new YouTube page. The hockey guys are giving away a hoodie to celebrate their new YouTube channel. Register today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash HGP. Hey, what's up? This is Sam Acho, and you're listening to Old Fashioned Football. Old Fashioned Football. Make this deal right now, you can't take any mother. All right, deal. Old fashioned football. Welcome, welcome to it's one of those days where uh, you think your computer's going to crash at the worst time because it's our 100th episode party, and we are ready to party. Before I keep going, first of all, if you're wondering who you listen to, this is J-Mark. You can find me on the X at J-Mark Football, and if you're wondering who us is, it's at Old Fashioned FB. It's our 100th episode. i got to bring in for the 100th time my co-host on the pod and in life. Maybe not 100th time. You might have missed a couple here and there, but that's okay. You can find her on Twitter at the Mer Mark Mer. How you doing today? Doing great, but you bring me in and then you diss me right away. Oh, you might have missed. This isn't really your hundredth episode. <laughs> well, it's our hundredth episode. It, it has is. been a team effort all the way. Every one that you have missed, you've still given me info to talk about. So that is great because we mm -hmm. all know everybody wants your opinion. Can you believe we've made it a hundred episodes? This is crazy. It is crazy. You'll have to forgive my voice too. It's yeah. like going out. I feel fine. It has happened at work today, too. I've been on the phone all day, and it's leaving. It's leaving me. And she's, it's starting again. <laughs> she's been partying all day. Don't let her all day, fool you. Just celebrating, sitting at my desk, <laughs> throwing back shots of whiskey. That would be horrible. <laughs> I would not be here. <laughs> That's true. Uh, shout out to the chat already. <clears throat> Juke underscore 72 says, cheers, cheers. Yes, and Primetime Fantasy, congrats on 100. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for joining us. We're ready to have some fun. We're going to have some guests on. Uh, do you want to talk a little bit about the whiskey that we're doing here? Yes. We have been teasing everybody about this, that we are going to bring out our 100 proof, some of our bottled and bonds, and do blind tasting yes. and reviews. Um, now I brought 10 of them out. Yeah, you did. Okay. So I get off work today. I go into the kitchen and you have 10 bottles of whiskey lined up and you have 10 shot little shot glasses out. And I was like, whoa, Justin. <laughs> I can't do this on the show. What is wrong with you? We we compromised and we came down to seven. Um, and we selected um, if we had a hundred proof from guests who have guest distillers who have been on the show, we absolutely selected those. Yes. Um, and so we have one bonus one. One bonus one. So we are drinking Uncle Nearest's 1856, Uncle Nearest Rye, two bars straight bourbon whiskey. We are drinking. They're we bottled and bond straight. Bottled and bond. Sorry, I messed that up. <laughs> and then we are drinking the bottled and bond American malt whiskey, which is the collab from the foundry located here in Des Moines. Yes. Um, it's a collab between them and Boulevard Brewing. 
as part of their found um, as part of the Foundry's Brewer Distiller Alliance series. Yes. And then, of course, we have Savage and Cook's Cask Finished Bourbon, which is finished in a Cabernet. Um, and then Savage and Cook's Cask Finished Rye, which is Grenache finished. And our bonus one has not been on the show yet, but they are coming very soon. Yeah. On the 13th? February 13th. February 13th. Yes. yes. Uh, that would be Balcones Pot Distilled Rye Whiskey. So again, these are all of our hundred proofs for our hundredth episode. I poured Justin, so we have one through seven here. Yeah, we're each gonna taste one. I had to organize this. You had a good idea, Justin, but you were not quite. Didn't have the organization no. that you wanted. <laughs> no. So we'll both drink our one. I know what your one is. You know what my one is. And at yes. the end of the show, we'll kind of rank them. I lost my paper that says where your one is, but I Are will you find kidding it. kidding me? <laughs> it's in my pocket, I think. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, I went ahead and got dressed in the sport coat that doesn't really fit as well as I would hope, but, you know, it, it's on <laughs> anyways. Got it over the old-fashioned football t-shirt. Uh, make sure you go get that. We have hoodies out there now, but they're getting ready to be revamped a little bit, so... Um, if you want the, if you like how they look now, grab them now because pretty soon Jake, the merch God is going to revamp them. Shout out to the chat. Uh, our Mark 57, pretty snazzy dude. That is my father. Congratulations from my mother. Been supporters <laughs> since day one. Mm -hmm. Uh, Miranda, did you ever think we'd be doing a podcast? No, <laughs> I actually, when we piloted this, I did the pilot with you. Yes. The name of the show came from me. It did. And I really was pushing to you. you to do it. Yes. I did never intended to do it with you, but I'm glad I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> so she said, that's how she explains our marriage. <laughs> never um, intended to, never do, this intended to do it with you, but now we're here. So <laughs> what can you do? Uh, yeah. We're going to have guests on. We're going to be talking about our whiskey. We're going to talk a little bit about worst and best fantasy football calls. They weren't all bad. Um, <laughs> we, we both had some good ones. I feel like. Mm -hmm. Uh, we're going to, we have some videos to roll from guests that we've had on the show. We've had some amazing guests. Ama like this is, that's probably been one of the highlights of doing this podcast. Like, not only like the networking and like meeting all the people in the fantasy world, like yeah. fantasy football world, whatever you want to call it, but bringing on distillers from all over the country and yeah. learning from them and getting to talk with them. We always have such a good time and that has been yeah. Uh, Not even just distillers, just any of our guests. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. And some of the guests that we're going to have on, like we, we already have two gents backstage that will be coming on in a bit here. Um, they've both been on the show before and they're both a riot. And uh, <laughs> we have a we have a show with them next week, too. We do. So make sure you come back next week. If it's your first time tuning in, make sure you come back next week because they're going to be on the show again. But um yeah, I mean, if you just think about the people we've talked to, like our first guest had to postpone. So technically, our first guest was Colby Dant. Um, he was not intended to be the first guest, but that's how it worked out. And we had made this big deal about how we have a big surprise guest coming on and all that. And <laughs> he's like, I'm I'm the surprise guest, I guess. But that was Sam Macho, of course. You saw mm -hmm. him at the intro there. And uh, he was incredible to talk to. He was inspiring. And also in our recap video, we will be playing never before seen footage from that interview. Some of the off air conversations. Yes, because we just <laughs> kept it recording because it's Sam Acho. Of course, you keep it recording for every conversation you have with him. Uh, Miranda, before we take a little break here and bring on our first guest, why don't you tell me your best fantasy football call of the year or My one of them? 
I'm not limiting you. No, to this one, is my best. This is it the was, best. Well, I guess I wasn't spot on, but it was better than I could have imagined. Yes. It is Sam Laporta. He finished as tight end one. I preseason, like when we, even when we were at the fantasy football expo, I was saying that Sam Laporta is a future tight end one for yes. fantasy football. And I never, I grabbed him in all the leagues that I could, in all of our keeper leagues that I could grab him in. I got him because I was planning for the future. I didn't think he was going to be tight end one this year. You didn't know how soon that no. future was. <laughs> so that was like, that was extra rewarding because I just got to throw him in right away and he helped me out a lot. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm going to say my best call, or one of them anyways, before the season even started up, we, we know even from the draft, I was so out on Bryce Young and so in on C.J. Stroud. Mm -hmm. And then the way that they uh, they the Texans spent their pick on C.J. Stroud, turned around, got a defensive player to make sure that defense supports their offense. Uh, I said that I, he's a guy that you might want to pick up right now. Don't wait until he's good. Pick him up now. And he had a phenomenal season. He's coming down to the rookie of the year with Puka Nakua. I think C.J. Stroud gets it. Um, it, it's hard for a receiver or running back to get those rewards. They normally mm -hmm. go to a quarterback. If he wins this Sunday, the Texans are in the playoffs and uh, he just, he had an amazing season. So that's when I felt like I could pat myself on the back yes. for, <laughs> we'll get to our worst calls later, but before we do, I just wanted to let you know that we're brought to you by prize picks. Prize picks is amazing because it's so quick to set your entry. You can combine sports. You want to get a little basketball going, a little football. You can do that. Heck you could throw a little hockey in there because hockey is coming up. Uh, well, and it's not coming up. It's going right now, but with football running out now is when I start looking at hockey, like maybe I can win a little money on some hockey. And, uh, one of the things I love about prize picks is, they have a reboot policy. No more your player gets injured and your entry is just hosed. Now you can, uh, they, they reboot your player. So you could still win money. Uh, another thing I love about them, you don't have to hit all five picks in your entry. Sometimes you can hit your little flex play and you only need to hit three or four to win money. Five pay more, of course, but uh, that's good. And I was looking at price picks today and I saw some that I just loved based on the narrative of what's going on. So, like I said, Texans, C.J. Stroud has to get into the playoffs. They need to win. So I'm going to say more than 257 and a half passing yards. Jordan Love, the Bears can ruin the Packers season. What's going to be better for the Bears if they do that? Nothing. Jordan Love, less than 245 and a half pass yards. George Pickens has looked good with Mason Rudolph, more than 56 and a half receiving yards going against Ravens backups. Nico Collins, C.J. Stroud's favorite guy, more than 72 and a half receiving yards. And then Devin Singletary, he does need 168 yards rushing and receiving either. For a bonus, I don't think he gets there, but I do think he plays his ass off more than 61 and a half rushing yards. Go to pricepicks.com slash SGPN and use code SGPN for a first deposit match up to $100. That's pricepicks.com slash SGPN, code SGPN, Picks daily fantasy sports made easy. The Hockey Gambling Podcast has just launched their new YouTube channel, and they are giving away a Hockey Gambling Podcast hoodie to celebrate. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash HGP to enter. Again, that's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash HGP. All right. Do you want to bring our first guest in? Because... We have two of our guests. Our first two mm -hmm. guests have been sitting backstage since the beginning. <laughs> they are early, which is uh, is very opposite of us. We're normally late. We did start the show. We started on time. on time. We did. I it, made sure of it. I got uh, off work early. Well, not early. I still work late, but I got off work on time. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Josiah says, "Woo, your mom says one hundred 
And Nick Fortune, cheers, Nick. He will cheers. be on in a little bit. But yeah, go ahead. Introduce our first yes, guest. Yes, our first guest. You can find him on the X at Husker underscore Zeeb. He is probably my number one fan. Maybe, maybe. I think I'm <laughs> yeah. your number one fan. <laughs> he is the co-host of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. And he is the winner of the Keeper's Heart Bull, which is our listener league. Welcome to the show, Cody Zeeb. What's <laughs> up, guys? I changed my changed my name to be appropriate. <laughs> Keepers Keepers Heart Bowl champion. I, uh, I am your number one fan, Miranda. So <laughs> sorry, Justin, but you can be second place. It's okay. All right, fair enough. When it comes to fantasy football advice, That's... because I take my own first. <laughs> speaking, although of fantasy... I mean, <laughs> speaking of your advice, Justin was correct last week. So yeah. uh, let's <laughs> really we're getting to this right away. I was correct though. He was saying how that you game are, was going to be both, low scoring. He didn't suggest starting Joe Flacco. Yeah, that's true. I did not think he was. I thought it was going to be low scoring. One point then, difference. One I point difference. <laughs> like a one point difference. Um, I thought it was going to be a low scoring game. The Browns and Jets both have good uh, good defenses. And then we're texting each other after that game starts because it's like score, 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 score. It's like, what is happening? <laughs> I was loving it. I was it. beating I'm not gonna myself lie. up that whole week. <laughs> However, Cody, I will say I was still rooting for Kyler Murray for you well, to get some points. That. Thank you. I still <laughs> lost, so it doesn't really matter. But. Oh, well. <laughs> See, that one point didn't help you anyway. It didn't. So. <laughs> yeah, I know. After Flacco had such a good game, I was like, shit. <laughs> I, I uh, gave the total wrong advice. And then after the first half of the Cardinals game, I was like, double shit. Yeah. Well, Murray that's, had that's like, when Miranda's texted. And she, she's I know. Like, she's I should have like, just held well, back What lesson bit? did we learn here, boys? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Jinxed it. You jinxed it. I did. It, which well, is it's a good thing I texted that. Because yeah, yeah, if I chance, hadn't but... jumped in there. <laughs> All right, so here's what I think we should do next. We're going to try our number ones or start two. We better. While Cody gives us his. Oh, yeah. By the way. Cheers. Cheers. These little mini. Yeah, we'll start with what's your favorite whiskey? Oh, boy. Uh, (laughs) Beer? Not not a beer. (laughs) beer. Miller Lite is my favorite whiskey. Um, No, I don't. I don't. Jack Daniels will go with that. That's what I have. So. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I like whiskeys. I like trying different stuff. I don't necessarily. I'm not a big whiskey connoisseur, but uh, sure, whiskey's good. Um, well, one of the whiskeys we're having, the two bar bottled and bond, we had on our show thanks to you because mm-hmm. you uh, work for their distributor, right? Yeah, yeah. As a yeah, I work for work for a beer distributor in my my day job, and that's one of them that we uh, that we distribute. So yeah, hooked you guys up and. That was, uh, I mean, I love every episode of you guys' show, but that was a great one as far as like just laughing so oh hard gosh. the entire show. He was hilarious. He was. Yes, was yeah, that was that was a really good one. Yeah, Nathan Kaiser. Uh, and he called me a, or he said I sounded like an 80-year-old smoking grandma at one point. If you missed that, <laughs> he was not insulting me. It was all in fun, so go check it out. That's like an evergreen uh, episode, too. Like, you can go back and listen to that at any point. Yeah. There was no football talk or anything anyways. So, yeah. yeah no. no. Always actually, was great. He actually said they had to kick him out of Texas because he does not follow <laughs> football. So, um, why don't you tell us your, your best and your worst fantasy football calls of the year? Because you're in, like... 75 leagues so i feel like in now, some how, of the leagues how many leagues like, are you in? I, I think Four it's like 55 it's it's something like oh. that does that count the new one you just started 
Well, no, that's next year. So that doesn't count for this year. Well, <laughs> how many? I before you get into this, I know you're just asking these questions. Yeah. But no, you're good. How many um, championships did you win out of those? Uh, so <laughs> I did win the most important one, the keepers' cup. Um, oh man, champ! Like my best fantasy season overall. The championship weekend was not great to me. So I think I made ten championship games, but I think I only won half of them. So I won five, which is. It's still pretty decent and like five mm-hmm. championships, but when you're in 55 leagues, it's you know, but <laughs> but it's a lot of leagues in different stages. I got some rebuilding, some orphan dynasties, all all kinds of stuff all over. But you world. went to the playoffs in over half of them. From what yeah, Justin I did won. like yeah, I, I went to the playoffs in a lot of them. The mm-hmm. first week of the playoffs was not kind to me. <laughs> Luckily, I had a buy in some of the leagues to carry me through. But uh yeah, it was it was my most successful fantasy season. So I was happy nice. about that. Very cool. um, okay, so as far as most successful, so honestly, I play a lot of Superflex leagues. Joe Flacco, probably my most successful pickup because when, I mean, with the way that quarterbacks, I think that's what makes Superflex so much fun too, is like there was what, we were at 59 or 60 different starting quarterbacks this season. So yep. you're constantly like looking for quarterbacks. And so when the Browns or, you know, when the, the picture surfaced of him flying to Cleveland, I started picking him up on some rosters, stashing him. Obviously that turned into, being able to play him because he just went off every single week. So I would say that was probably like my most successful acquisition during, during the season. Mm -hmm, Um, And then if you want to stay on the quarterback route, uh, Anthony Richardson would have been the opposite because (laughs) I took him early a lot of places because I was sold and, and he looked so good right away. Then obviously the injury that really cost me, uh, cost me big time. Yeah, uh, I was kind of the opposite on him. I didn't think he'd be ready this year. I didn't think he was going to get a lot of playing time. Um, and he came out, or I thought if he did play, he was going to look bad, right? He was going to really struggle. Right. He and he came looking, out looking good. Yeah. Um, athletic. It wasn't just the running, which I thought that's all he would have to go on was just his rushing ability. But his he was great arm with the arm-wise, too. I mean, he was more consistent yeah. than I expected. Well, you look at how those receivers did down the, down the road. I mean, Pittman and, and Downs, like... Yeah. For the dynasty shares that I have of them, which is quite a few, I'm very excited for that because I think if if he can stay healthy, which obviously is big key for anybody, he's gonna be a, a fantasy beast in the in the years to come. When he gets drafted before, I think maybe he already got drafted in the one you just started. But yeah. are you going to be upset? Are you, he did get drafted. He's a, he's already off the board. Yeah. So my buddy Chris took him. So we'll see. Yeah, but uh, I got so I had the number three pick. I went with Jalen Hurts. I was surprised okay. he didn't give me a three. Joe Burrow, <laughs> the Bengals fan, gets in the way, so he took <laughs> Burrow at two. But uh, yeah, we had had to get that oh, man. I, you know, the drafting part of it's one of the most fun parts. We're through the season oh, now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got to get the juices flowing, start getting ready for next season. So, gotta gotta keep drafting. Yeah, a hundred percent agree. I went Fields. Hopefully, he's not a backup next year or my well, first. I thought, I thought I was about to mention when you picked him. I was like, oh, that means Justin <laughs> thinks he's staying, which. I, I agree. I, and I think, yeah, he's obviously, we know what he can do for fantasy. He's absolutely amazing. Yep. And you got Stroud. I did. I yeah. took Stroud. Oh. took Stroud first. So that, I honestly, I was eyeing Stroud at three. If, mm-hmm. if Hertz and Allen had gone off the board before me, I was yeah. leaning towards taking potential Stroud. I I'm feeling so good about that. Four. <laughs> he said he would have taken Stroud too. So yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Love, love Stroud. Mm-hmm. absolutely zach Velo checking in what's up happy 100 cheers zach um zach is a big whiskey fan mm-hmm. 
So we always appreciate his support. We're going to bring on our other guest, Cody. You can hang out with them since you kind of know them just a little bit, or you can yeah, take off. It's up to you. Just a little bit. Just, they, I they, might they, just a tiny bit know him. They talk. But before <laughs> we get to that, I got to let you know about game time. Game time is amazing because I already talked about prize picks. Let's say you don't have money to go to the game, but then all of a sudden your prize picks entry lights up, you cash, and you got some money to go to the game. Well, you can go to game time who has last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. In fact, they're so confident if you find ticket prices less than theirs in the same row and same section, they'll credit you 110% of the difference. They're not doing that because they have to get away. This is just their testament to like, hey, we got the lowest stuff out there. And it's just super easy to use. You just download the app and get those last minute tickets because who likes planning ahead? No more digging through your junk because nobody likes digging through their junk, of course, for your tickets. It's right on the app. That's all you got to do. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bets' revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SUPN for 50% off your first month of day. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. All right. Well, look at this. Our, all our guests are They're early. Just They're just on. Early. I love it. I know. <laughs> on the ball and everything. Um, but we're going to have a couple of them stay backstage because right now I'm going to introduce the guy. You can find him on the X at RJ Gomez. And really, uh, the start of our podcast wouldn't have been without this guy reaching out to me as soon as I joined Sports Gambling Podcast and saying, hey, we got to get you on. We got to get you on the podcast uh, to talk some fantasy football that he was running Got on there and uh, kind of taught me every step of the way of podcasting and everything I needed to know, helped kind of groom me and all that stuff. So without further ado, I'm sure you know this guy, also co-hosting the NASCAR Gambling Podcast with Cody, Mr. Rod Via Gomez. <laughs> hey. Happy 100, everybody. Happy 100, <clears throat> Justin and Mirror. I got to tell you right now, I am honored to be on the show. How many of these I've already had backstage? You'll never know, but uh, <laughs> cheers, cheers to you both. A hundred episodes is a monumental feat in podcasting. And I got to tell you, I'm just so proud of both of you guys for sticking through this, for pushing through all of the hard times and the times where you got to the microphone and said, oh, do we really have to do this today? And, <laughs> and continue to push through it all because you have a hell of a show and you have a hell of a fan base. So I'm just sitting here so proud of both of you, and I can't wait to get through this while we talk. Well, thank, thank you. I appreciate it, and thanks for everything you did to help me get comfortable behind the mic, because I was not at all, and I think some of my comfortability probably helped you 
-hmm. because Rod got me comfortable and I was able to get you comfortable. And that's what's just kept us going. But you're absolutely right. There are days where you're just like <laughs> Mondays. Oh, we do a podcast on Mondays. Yes. Who wants to podcast on a Monday? <laughs> and know. it's just like, oh, oh my gosh. Really good at that. <laughs> yeah. Um, a lot of times for you, uh, it's like, holy crap work was hell. And now I have to try to think of these things to say about football, especially if people ask me questions. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Don't worry. I have Justin popping in my office throughout the day. Like, Hey, did you hear this happen? So-and-so got injured. Oh my gosh. This is like, you are just like my little all the updates. fantasy football. Uh, Adam Schefter, eat your heart out. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> did you just call me the fantasy football gossiper? <laughs> Maybe that should be a, a handle. <laughs> um, Rod, nice suit, and you are getting all sorts of compliments. Super Rod, gotta love that. Nick Fortune says, rocking out the suit. Well done, Rod. And my mother says, wow, looking good, Rod. Dad, watch out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna then, be after you, Rod. Yeah. And then listen, listen. Saying, Cheers I, to 100. I excel at fitting in with the parents. So if I if I rule your parents, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> fair enough. Hey, um, we're going to start in on number two. Oh, I haven't finished number well, one. Well, maybe you should finish number one. I left oh a little bit God, in case man. I need to go back. But, um, Rod, let's start with what's your favorite whiskey? Uh, I don't have one. Mine's the same as Cody. It's beer. Uh, beer. But I will say that this time I am rocking a red breast, single pot still, uh, loose towel mixture. I, I'm not quite sure. It's a little bitty bottle. Is that what you got? Look at that. Got a big bottle. Uh, no, but this reminded me. Um, we have a red breast single pot still loose style sherry finish that my parents had episode 100 engraved for us. Oh, wow. And then on the back it says OFF. So what the hey, so, I had no clue. Yeah. <laughs> we will wow. be trying and reviewing this soon. Yes. Um, I'm really excited to try it. And yeah, we were gonna drink it on this show, but we thought that deserves its own episode. Well, I, I have its little brother, sister. I don't know what it is, but it's good. It's good. I'm enjoying it right now. Any whiskey that I'm sipping with you is my favorite whiskey, guys. There you go. All right. Well, as we asked Cody, <clears throat> I know you've uh, been in plenty of fantasy football leagues. You were in the Scott Fishbowl again this year. Give me your best and your worst fantasy football call, whether that's a player you drafted too high, one that you uh, you draft a little high and everybody grimaced at you like, what is he doing? But it panned out. Um, what's your best and worst? For the love of God, can people stop letting me draft J.K. Dobbins? Please just stop. Just stop. If me I too. reach for that sticker, literally slice my hand off because I'm done. I can't do it anymore. I was so pumped that he was coming back. I was so pumped because that running, you know, the Baltimore Ravens, all they do is run. So I was like, let's go. And I had him and I put him in the fishbowl league too. And I was so stoked. I was like, this is the steal of the draft. And I think I picked him like fourth and it, you know, in Scott Fishbowl, <laughs> anybody that's not a quarterback or a kicker going forth is is junk for you. But yeah, that was that was bad. I don't ever want to do that again. So I'm off the J.K. Dobbins train. <laughs> Sorry, J.K. I love you, but can't trust you anymore. I think J.K. is off the train too. <laughs> He's I don't know that we'll see him again. <laughs> he won't draft himself either. Yeah, I did the same thing. I went after J.K. and then I followed it up with going with Gus Edwards, who had some nice weeks, but not, really not nice enough. No. If you'd have told you that that uh, what Kieran Mitchell or uh, yeah, Mitchell. Kira, yeah yeah Keith Mitchell would have gotten you, say like, I can't even pronounce his name, let alone figure <laughs> out that he was going to get that many carries. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so that's your worst. What was your best? Which one are you proudest of? 
I think I'm proudest of Jordan Addison. I was going after mm-hmm. him thinking to myself that he was in a really good position in Minnesota. And he was, I mean, granted, yeah. he wasn't like a top 25 receiver, but at the same token, for the price you got him at, I thought he was a really good deal. And he turned out a lot of weeks, especially once Justin Jefferson kind of went down those couple of weeks and he turned it on. And I mean, yeah. he wasn't the most reliable of, of, but he was a great flex and he was a great person that you could just say, and if you know on a bye week, the, the wide receiver two, or even if you know you needed to upgrade your or replace your wide receiver one, um, he did so good for me over the course of the season. Just needed that much more out of him to get into the championships, but oh well. Yeah, no, absolutely agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's especially awesome when you take into account that Quentin Johnston went ahead of him in almost every draft I was in, and Quentin Johnston was such a disappointment, just terrible. So, um, yeah, nail on the head there with with Jordan Addison. Mm-hmm. Even though we don't like the Vikings, no, as Bears fans, but <laughs> no, you guys don't. They're better than the Packers. They are better than the Packers. They're better than the Huskers. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's sorry. I heard you talking. I heard you talk about the Foundry earlier, and I noticed that their uh, their new whiskey is uh, for the Nebraska I, c- collective uh, NIL deal. I was like, hmm, I saw interesting. That. The, the yeah. Iowa. Iowa Distillery, and they're they're going with the Huskers. Even they well, look at look at Cody. You, you want to negate that? Just ask them how did Iowa do? Well, I mean, Nebraska scored the same amount of points as Iowa did in the bowl game this year. So, <laughs> right, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, Josiah getting a little offended. He is a Vikings fan. Sorry, Josiah. Actually, he's hey, a I like fan. the Vikings, Josiah. It's all right. Yeah, he, well, he, he he's, he's a, a Raiders fan, but, but he lives in Minnesota, in Minnesota, and they root for the Vikings as well. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yes. So, um, I just noticed, I, I noticed Nick popped in shortly after, uh, I think Cody joined and Nick is scheduled for eight ten, So he's very early. He's the earliest. <laughs> he takes. The- is that not very like Nick? <laughs> <laughs> he um, makes up for our lateness. With yes. How yes. early. He Nick is. will be like, oh, if, is. if you know, Nick's coming over at like seven o'clock, he'll call no. you at six saying he's on the way. Or it's lunch. Like, no, this is a, a minute sorry, Nick, for what I'm about to say, but he'll be coming over to our house for lunch. We're going to have oh, like man. do a lunch with him. And I know what time I need to be ready by. He's Breakfast. here an hour early and he texts us. He's like, well, I'm at the Hy-Vee in Winterset. Killing time. <laughs> Killing time. Like, just come over. But my goodness, you know how long it takes to get from that's, your house. That's like my grandma. You tell her you tell her a time like to meet at a restaurant. You, you don't have to worry about showing up early to get a table because she's got your name in. She's already got the table by the time you get there. <laughs> she's just holding it down. <laughs> that's awesome. That is awesome. Well, you guys are going to join us next week. And I know we have an iron the details, but we're thinking, I mean, we've talked a little bit about it. We're thinking this is going to be, you know, we're going to talk a little fantasy football. We're going to talk some NASCAR. It's going to be a true crossover episode. If you like fantasy football, but know nothing about NASCAR, these guys got you covered. Mm-hmm. And they also know their fantasy football. So it's going to be a fun time. And uh, I can't wait for that. And we're trying a special Whistle Pig Alfa Romeo Barrel Select that. Oh, there, there it is. is. There's yep. the hand. Rod's searching away. for her. his. There it is. Um, I, when I poured that for you guys, I made the mistake he of did. trying it. Did you know? <laughs> <laughs> mistake. Now the mistake. No, he comes up and tells me, he's like, you weren't supposed to do that. We were supposed to try it together. And it, it's a it's a really hard thing to find. Like it was at our Costco, it was like a limited edition, only one per customer. And we blah, bought blah, it blah. months and months ago. Months ago so you yeah. can't even find it there now. And I was so bummed, but luckily. 
Miranda came through for Christmas. She found it um, from some shipper out of California, I believe, and mm-hmm. got me a whole nother bottle of it. So it's that, now I don't so have it's to kind hold of a mine good so thing you tried it, or I wouldn't have gotten you that for Christmas. Right, exactly. Um, there you go. Worked out. Yeah, you guys, <laughs> you guys are in for a good treat, I believe, because you're not super big whiskey fans. Mm-hmm. It's not whiskey. No, it's finished. I mean, it is in a little, but lychee tea. Yeah, lychee oolong tea barrels. And oolong, lychee oolong tea. And it's an amazing combination. Nothing I ever thought would have like, ooh, this sounds really good. But as soon as you it's try it, good. there's a smooth whiskey. There's a nice tea. I don't want to get into it too much. I want you guys to form your own opinions, but um, you should look forward to it, I think. I know I'm going to look forward to it because, again, I'm not, you, like you said, I'm not the world's most biggest whiskey connoisseur. So anything you say is good. I think I'm going to, I'm going to like it. But at the same time, uh, it's got to not be whiskey taste. I think if, if it was fruit punch flavored whiskey, I would probably like it better. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. It's not. It's tea flavored. But, you know. Hawaiian punch. <laughs> it's fruity. Lychee is a fruit. True. True. You're like, when you were telling me about it, it's like, oh, it's a fruit. And you're like, no, it's tea. I was like, no, lychee is, you. yes, you can make teas out of fruit, but lychee is a tea. You guys or have is seen a fruit. how My goodness. disagreeing with Miranda goes for me. Um, you're really nursing number one Well, because I went to number two first. You didn't have oh, okay. this in order for me. Whoops. Way to go, Justin. Wait. I know. <laughs> going to be all messed up. Uh, well, sorry about that. Guys, do you have anything else you want to add before we uh, get get you out of here and uh, bring on another guy who's got to go to work, unfortunately oh, for him? That sucks. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Just no. congratulations. 100 episodes, like <clears throat> such thank a you. huge, huge accomplishment. Thank you. Thank you. Um, you guys do a great job. Always look forward to your shows. Um, and yeah, love everything you do. Keep up the good work. We'll see you for 200 and whenever we get there. Absolutely. Thank you, Cody. Appreciate it. I will uh, echo Cody's sentiments as well. I mean, like I said, a hundred episodes is no drop in the pan. You guys bring a fresh take to this, this community, this whole world. So I think the two of you need to shoot for a thousand before it's all said and done. Uh, Yeah. That's a daunting number now, but wait till a thousand. You'd be like, man, remember when we were celebrating a hundred, but yeah, definitely keep up the great work. I'm just happy to have been a small part of launching uh justin's podcasting career uh but uh, again it, it was all you buddy you had it in you all along and you took this show miranda you made it better and uh <laughs> the, the world is is better for it so congrats on 100 let's go to two and the moon yes sir <clears throat> uh, the only problem with the 200 and the 1000th episode is finding 200 proof and a thousand proof whiskeys <laughs> Um, you got time to get someone on. (laughs) Somebody's uh, research project right now. (laughs) Right. Uh, I can't help but notice Rod's honker is broken. Um, (laughs) That's what I get for partying too hard. Noise. Uh, (laughs) It doesn't make noise. It's just it's it's one of those ones where it's for looks. Where were those? It's like it's for looks. The sound doesn't matter. Those are the parent parent friendly ones. You're like uh, you're like Mike McDaniel. Uh, It's only gonna get bigger. (laughs) (laughs) You can find him on X at RJ Via Gomez. You can find Cody at Husker underscore Zeb. Guys, thanks so much, and we'll see you next Thank week. Thank you. We'll see you Cheers. next week. We'll see you next, see week. You next week. Cheers. Cheers. <clears throat> All right. Should we uh, bring on our next guest? Yes. We're rolling through. It's been a fun show already. Well, you, you gotta, you gotta get, get Rod out of here. There <laughs> we go. <laughs> get Rod out of here. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> so awesome that you two came to help celebrate. I agree. Yes. So Thank awesome. Thank you that, so much. Yeah. All of our guests took time to come and visit us. Why don't you uh, yeah. introduce well, this you next can... chump? I mean, champ. How dare you? <laughs> you can find our next guest on the X at bet underscore the underscore bar. He is a back-to-back champ in our league. He is also the owner of the Flying Moose Bar in Clive, in the Clive Des Moines area. It's in Clive. It's it in is Clive. in Clive. But just in case people don't know, if what you're Clive in the is. area, go check it out. Yes. He is a Packers fan. We're gonna try not to hold that against him too much. <laughs> <laughs> Let's bring in R. D. Summers. R. D. What's going on, man? Oh, we got you. He's getting muted. unmuted. There we go. Wait. He's got it. Don't worry. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> You're good, man. How's it going? It goes good. Just uh, like you said, getting ready for work, but definitely didn't want to miss out on these shenanigans. I'll have it playing probably in my ear for until you guys are done. <laughs> nice, nice. I appreciate it. Um, mm -hmm. RD, I shaved my beard today to look a little bit cleaner. And I knew that you were going to be on and I knew it would put mine to shame anyways. So I had to get rid of it. <laughs> That's the truth comes out. Yeah. You come into the kitchen and you're like, like pointing you know your chin at me. And I was like, yes, yeah, so you, you cut a lot off actually. I did cut a lot off. <laughs> it looks nice. Well, thank you. It, I, I just, I really knew yours was going to put mine to shame. That's really what it was. Your but. mom is probably very happy. <laughs> yes. You cut that back. I think we have a beard conversation. With her almost every time we're with your parents. <laughs> Especially around the holidays because around yeah. when it's colder, I let it go. You get you a know? little extra yeah. fluff. I get it so, from my family. <laughs> Packer fan, Hawkeye fan. Do you like whiskey? Uh, I used to when I still drank. I'm in a 12 yep. year retire I'm in a 12 year retirement. So my whiskey I now is so. yeah. PBR <laughs> non alcoholic beer, but uh, <laughs> back back in the day it was Jameson or Jameson eighteen. Nice, nice. Mm -hmm. um, Miranda, her mother, and I were at a wedding, and we drank the the wedding's bar out of Jameson. Uh, was it was it at a hotel? No, no was it was at a, a venue. Like, a, was it was a country just, club or something? I think so. Yeah, and the they just were not prepared hotel. for our Jameson ginger and mine. <laughs> <laughs> um, what? So I know you guys got some whiskeys <laughs> there. What's the most requested for a whiskey drink? Jack and Coke. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I <laughs> it's, it's going to be Jack and Coke, or you're going to have a lot of people that'll just go 10 high because it satisfies both whiskey or bourbon, whatever your preference is. Sure. Uh, we don't do a ton of top shelf stuff. Don't get a lot of on the rocks drinkers. Uh, yep. It's mainly as a shot bar and a beer bar. Uh, it's the prototypical fireball, Jack fire, you know, those types of drinks. Yeah. However, it's a great time, a great place to spend a Sunday watching football mm -hmm. because every time we watch a game there, you've actually left me there a couple times because you've had stuff to do. I'm like, I don't want to miss the Bears game. And I'm drinking knowing that she's going to drive and I'm drinking and I'm drinking. <laughs> and uh, when I'm ready to leave, you give me the tab and I'm like, did he give me some sort of discount? I'm like trying to look at to see it. And no, you, the prices are just unbelievable compared to anywhere else you go in Des Moines. Everywhere is so overpriced. But anytime I go to your bar and and have, I always, I I shouldn't say always, but I think I do always drink whiskey when I'm there. Mm -hmm. And it's it's always a hell of a deal. So if you're- And you can't forget the twofers. And the twofers. Every day till <laughs> Yeah, That's why your tab's so cheap is because- of I know. It is. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. Um, and just a really fun place in general. So obviously we said you're a fantasy football uh, fan. 
You uh, are the back-to-back champ in our league, though we don't like to say that, um, which I noticed we, uh, we're we on 10 years. This was our 10th year of running the league. Of running that one. Yes, of running we that We often league. have that debate. Yeah, it was 10 years. Okay. It started in uh, 2013. This was the 2023 season. And I think back- I came in for seven. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah, you came on a little bit later. And uh, back-to-back champ. So tell us the secret. What was your best call? I think my best call looking back was one, keeping Brees Hall, even though he was hurt. Uh, like you guys said, it's an auction dynasty league for those of you that don't know about this league. Uh, yep. I kept him at $31, which seems kind of crazy for a guy coming off an ACL tear. Uh, stuck with paid him off. through the first part of the season, paid off huge dividends throughout the year. Uh, and then I'm proud of myself that I didn't sit him after he put up 2.8 points in the first round of the playoffs uh i have a deep team i could have gone other direction stuck with him caught the the 45 45 point monster in the semis 27 points in the finals so uh it's hard for me to say as a hawkeye fan but Brees hall uh probably my mvp (laughs) on the year yeah no kidding for sure of the playoffs Mm -hmm. but also for the year he had a hell of a year especially for a team that they didn't really do a whole lot uh, especially after your guy your (laughs) former guy not anymore baby (laughs) <laughs> you know, we talked a lot about that on the podcast and we, we both said that we thought green Bay got the better half of that deal. And then he, they really did after he got injured, but even before, I think they got the better part of the deal. Mm-hmm. What do you, what do you see for the future for the Packers these next couple of years is Jordan love your guy. And are you going to cry when the bears beat you on Sunday? I will cry if the bears beat us on Sunday. <laughs> uh, however, win or lose, it's not going to change the way I feel about this season. You have to look at it as, as a success. Yeah. Uh, especially when they, you know, they didn't give him the guarantee. They didn't give him the fifth year option, but then they gave him that second year deal. So you still have him cheap next year. Uh, so if something were to happen, you know, they can pivot if they need to. But I mean, so far he looks, you know, serviceable at worst. Uh, yeah. You know, I when I was on the uh, show with you and Mac earlier in the year, I said if he could be Alex Smith, we'd have a shot at the playoffs. Uh, and I think he's been that and more so. We'll see how it goes long-term, but uh, defensive coordinator needs addressed. Get Joe Barry out of there. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> Josiah checking in saying, always love to see the Packers lose. He lives in Minnesota, so forgive him. <laughs> I mean, everybody does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I have to say as a Bears fan, I wish Love would have done worse, but it was nice not to see him do better, right? Because you go from Favre to Rodgers. It was nice to see Love had some struggle moments and that it wasn't just automatically, oh, here's for sure the next guy that's just going to continue to kill us (laughs) every single year. I think we have a good chance on Sunday. Now, there is that whole thing of the Bears tend to feel that that Packer game is so much pressure, and then I feel like they play like a completely different team. What was Justin Fields doing today? Like giving blackboard material. I don't get it. <laughs> nothing, nothing to do in Green Bay but play football. Well, he better hopes he wins because Jordan Love's going to be like, "Well, I watched so much tape, that's why we won the game." <laughs> you know, too much to do in Chicago, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what other questions do you have for RD? RD? Worst fantasy football. Yeah, call. did we do okay. the worst? I'm gonna no. Come. I'm going to throw you a curveball. This is not a this is not a particular player. This is a philosophy. Okay. It is now 2024. We have to stop snake le- snake draft leagues. It has to <laughs> it has to go away. I absolutely hate them. 
I'm in two of them. One is a league I started for some beginners, so I kind of have to keep it. Another one is the longest league I've been in. I think this is our 15th year, and we've modified it enough. It's tolerable. But when you have auction dynasties, like, it makes me hate snake draft so much mm-hmm. more because yeah. you have to draft players you don't want. And, like, yeah, yeah you, might, you might take someone in an auction you don't want, but it's you're going to throw a couple dollars at them, you know, yeah. not, a, not a sixth or a fifth or a fourth round pick. So, Get out, get out of the snake dress, go auction. Go auction, auction is the way to go. The way to go for sure. Yeah. Yes. Um, we've brought a lot of people kind of into auction because we either did our listener league or we did a family league. Um, but the listener league, especially for people that have played fantasy football but never did auction, they uh, they have all said to us, I don't want to play it any other way. That's mm-hmm. the best format to do. And I 100% agree. There's so much strategizing. There's so, You have to yeah. budget. There's just... It's a lot more complex than a snake league snake yeah. draft. Well, 100%. and I, I like the you don't get as much beginner's luck mm-hmm. True. In, a, in an auction dynasty. Like, you have to do your research. So people that yeah. put in the work are typically going to rise to the top. Obviously, not always, you know, because I won a championship. Uh, yeah. But, but uh, <laughs> you know, in a snake draft, I mean, you have, te- you have teams that win championships by auto-drafting. So, yeah, it, it just – Go auction. It's way better. Uh, <laughs> auto drafting in an auction does not necessarily no, uh, we convert to a good thing. That. Yeah. No. That is an absolute no for me. We've, we've had people <laughs> do it before and it's terrible because the, the auto bid always bids you to their max projected amount. And yeah, it's terrible. But in some cases you can play it against them. Yeah. True. Very true. Mm-hmm. Very true. RD, anything else you want to add before you get out of here and you have to go to work? Well, I'm going to run to work. I just want to say congratulations, guys. I love Thank you. getting on Thank here you. and checking you guys out. I love battling you on the fantasy football <laughs> gridiron, and I can't wait to see how many more episodes this lasts. My guess is a lot. Well, we appreciate <laughs> it, you, RD. Thank you. And uh, we're going to have to have you on this off season so people can get that strategy from you mm-hmm. on how you've won back-to-back in our league. You name There's it. got to be something to it. <laughs> Anytime, guys. Congrats. All right. Thanks, thanks RD. Take it easy. Have a good one. All right, I'm going to introduce the next guest, if you don't mind, because no, he is backstage. He is. And it's not Nick Fortune, who's been sitting back there for now 30 minutes, I think, just chilling. Good old Nick. <laughs> if you know the Sports Gambling Podcast, you know this guy. If you don't know the Sports Gambling Podcast, what are you doing? You're missing out on free money because they're giving out free picks that they have. They are so successful. I was When Iowa said they were going to prove sports gambling, I decided maybe I want to find a podcast to try to get some advice, kind of, you know, learn a little bit about betting before I jump right in. I listened to, I don't know, maybe a dozen different podcasts before I found these guys. And I'm like, and it's not necessarily that the others are bad. They might've been giving good advice. It's all about how it is delivered. And these guys deliver it very well. In fact, one of my first memories, I believe I played for you. I'm like, listen to this story about Juan from Walgreens. I know. <laughs> uh, you can find this that guy. That is the best. <laughs> yeah. Find this guy on X at Sean T. Green. Sean, stacking the money green. Sean, how you doing? Doing great. Uh, congrats on the 100th show. Love, uh, love the chemistry you guys have. Uh, you know, being married, uh, I'm sure helps uh, with the chemistry. <laughs> you guys know each other well. Someday. Sometimes it goes against us. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I'm married. I uh, I couldn't imagine some days hosting a show with my <laughs> wife, but you know, uh, all the the chippiness uh, makes it fun. And uh, yeah, thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. And uh, of course, appreciate the uh, the whiskey you guys sent for the studio. That stuff has been going down smooth. 
Uh, I don't know. You guys, were, well, yeah, and J Mark, you were on or called in, or I forget, yeah. we're in the chat for the New Year's mm-hmm. Eve. New Year's yes. Eve yeah. uh, and uh, yeah, I was definitely getting into that stuff. So the Keeper's Heart, uh, that stuff is great. So shout out to those guys as well. It's yeah. so good. All, every whiskey we've tried of theirs has just been on the spot. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. We were actually a little bummed because we're doing all 100 proof whiskeys and we're looking and we're like, we don't have any keeper's heart hundred proof. This is a shame. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, Ryan was Ryan was scared off the old fashioned. Uh, he actually really liked it. He's not as big of a drinker as I am, and uh, mm-hmm. you know we had that. Uh, we were doing shots, which you wouldn't normally do uh, shots of the old fashioned, but uh, sure. it was still good. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's only seventy proof, so that was going down pretty easy. Yeah, for sure. So if you're not drinking keeper's heart old fashioned, what is your go to whiskey? Yeah, I mean, I keep it simple. The uh, Jameson, I love Jameson. You know, it's kind of like my bread and butter. Uh, I do like the, I usually get the cask mates, like the, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, either the IPA or the stout. I forget, um, one's in the green bottle, one's in the black, but both those are really good and not super expensive either. Like even yeah. I, I, Jameson regular, I like as well, but I usually, uh, just for my home bar or for here, I'll go uh, the castmates. Um, yeah, I think the IPA. Whatever the I think the green one. The green. greens in the IPA, stouts okay. in the yeah. black one. Yeah, nope. they're both. Like, and that's why you like uh, Keeper's Heart so much because the master distiller from Jameson flew to Minnesota and decided to live there to uh, work that distillery. So wow, <laughs> yeah. Imagine choosing to live in Minnesota. <laughs> I know. Yeah, the uh, the must, guys. They must not mind the cold weather, right? The O'Shaughnessy's that uh, own the distillery, they reached out to him on LinkedIn. They were like, hey, we want you to talk about maybe coming to distill for us. He's like, "Uh, I I like living in Ireland. But if you're ever here, you know, stop by. They booked a plane ticket and they were there three days later. Wow. And uh, yeah, they were going after him. (laughs) Yeah. Um, All I could say is they they probably gave him a nice chunk of cash in order to leave (laughs) Ireland to go to Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I, uh, is it in Minneapolis? Minneapolis is a cool town. It's just. Yeah. Yeah, super cold. So cold, you gotta, yeah. I, I, just, you know, one, I mean, if you've ever been there, they have like walkways in the downtown so mm-hmm. that you can like basically stay inside and move around the city, which is kind of cool, but also you, is like a warning sign of like, hey, this is it's going it to be cold. cold. <laughs> right. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I don't know if you were on or listening when we said uh, Miranda, her mom and I drank a bar out of Jameson oh, wow. at a uh, at a uh, <laughs> wedding. One. Jameson ginger and limes. Yes. It is an amazing Ooh. drink. They could yeah. they make it in a can now, but if you make it just better yourself, it's own. so much yeah. better. Yeah. yeah. That's actually, I mean, honestly, that's whenever we're out in uh in Vegas for doing the shows for VEASAN or just hanging out, you know, after the VEASAN show ends, I have like a you know, head right to the bar, get a uh ginger, uh, you know, a Jameson and ginger, because especially like in Vegas where you're drinking a lot of them or a wedding. I always yeah. get the ginger ale. Like if I'm at home, I drink it on the rocks because I'm not going to have like a million. But uh, in <laughs> Vegas or if you're at a wedding and you're getting after it a little bit, the ginger ale to me like helps settle your stomach a little mm-hmm. bit, you yeah. know, and, and kind of balance out all that Jameson. So, uh, yes, Irish mules I saw in the chat. Those are tasty. Yeah. Yes. That's RD, the uh, the owner of the Flying Moose. So if you ever come to Des Moines, you got to stop at the Flying Moose. Two for ones till eight o'clock all, every Let single day. Go. So um, do you want to ask Sean about some fantasy football? Yes. Can you tell us, let's start with your best, your best fantasy pick this season. Okay. Let's see. Um, hmm, Best fantasy pick this season. Well, 
I'll I'll pull up the uh, the high stakes league that Ryan and I were in. Unfortunately, we came in. Uh, I mean, we had a first round buy in the playoffs and then got knocked out after the first round. But our team was I mean, we ran into a buzzsaw like Rashad White killed us. Uh, I mean, I will say, you know, we were both on Justin Fields, who, again, had a little up and down, but closed out the year pretty strong rushing. And then honestly, um, you know, going back to old faithful of Mike Evans, like a lot of people, I think, thought Mike Evans was kind of washed up. Um, yeah. but getting him where we got him, I thought was huge for our team. Like, you know, the other guys we had, uh, that were good Debo Samuel, AJ Brown, you would kind of expect, uh, coming into the year to have pretty good years. But I, I feel like Mike Evans, everyone's like, Oh, he's washed up. No, uh, Tom Brady, uh, he's going to mm-hmm. be shitty. So I think, uh, yeah, if I'm touting myself, I would say the, uh, Mike Evans pick was the best one for our fantasy. Mike Evans went in our uh, the auction league that we run together for $7. Nick Fortune drafted him, mm-hmm. and I traded Nick Fortune, Brian Robinson, for him. And oh, so wow. I, I have him as – I'm going to keep him at $7. It goes up 5 bucks every year, but definitely worth it, I feel mm-hmm. like. Oh, yeah, that's a good steal. And, and Mike, I mean, you know, they're probably going to bring Baker back. I don't see him – Mike Evans falling off a cliff next year. I mean, maybe, maybe in a couple of years, but he still seems like he's got some gas up in the tank. Yeah. Yeah, And and he might even, there was some talk about him going somewhere else. So I don't know if he does, it's probably a good situation for him. So we'll see. Um, Cody Zeeb saying you draft AJ Brown in every league. (laughs) Yes, definitely. (laughs) I mean, it's super chalky, but the guy is, I mean, even these past few weeks where the Eagles are complete dog shit, he still gets his, um, mm-hmm. you know, the only, and he probably would even be better for fantasy if it wasn't for, uh, Jalen hurts, like eating up all the rushing touchdowns, uh, yeah. at the goal line. But other than that, I mean, other than that, he sells a really high ceiling and I think he's a good, um, I think he's good. If you guys are into playoff fantasy, I know Ryan and I are going to be doing the FFPC. You guys should do, um, a lineup, the FFPC. Have you ever done the, uh, FFPC fantasy playoff thing? Can't do it in Iowa, unfortunately. Oh, oh. Yeah. we're so limited here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, so, it's these states are so dumb. Where it's like, all right, uh, yes, legalized sports gambling, except fantasy, which it's right. the complete opposite in uh, mm-hmm. California. So I'd happily yeah. trade. But the the format <laughs> right. is the format is pretty fun. I think it's like uh, what are there fourteen teams in the playoffs? So you have a twelve man uh roster and then so you, there's two teams you don't pick you pick a kicker and a defense and then um you know you fill it out with i forget how many tight ends running backs receivers one quarterback and you can only use one guy from each team so that kind of oh, creates okay. that's what's fun about the game right so you're you're thinking like all right the ideal scenario is a team that um, makes it to the super bowl off of the wild card because then you get those extra games in there. But uh rambling a bit, but I AJ Brown definitely a good uh fantasy football playoff uh pick, I think, because one he's going to be playing most likely uh an NFC South team in round one. Now they're gonna be on the road, but I still think like if they play the Bucks, that Bucks passing defense is very, very bad. So even yeah. if you hate the Eagles and think they're gonna blow the game, I still think AJ Brown uh is gonna get his in fantasy so we'll see how it shakes out but right now that could be a good uh good matchup for him yeah for sure hey while you're here maybe you can help us answer the merch god jake oh, Hackman yes. says 
After losing in three semis, one by 0.3 points, ouch, I've decided I'll be doing a cleanse at next year's draft to seek forgiveness from the fantasy (laughs) gods. Any alcohol (laughs) suggestions that pair well with this ceremony? Okay, so yeah, I think I think if it's a cleansing, you you have to do something that's out of the ordinary, right? Like you guys yeah. probably know a bunch of good whiskeys that would be great for just like a normal for a normal draft. But if he's cleansing himself, I think he needs to go weird. I think he needs to go something like a Rumpelman's. Uh, <laughs> what, was that, what was that drink? Gold Schlager with that. I think you need to do something to kind of punish yourself a little bit, Jake. <laughs> Uh, to set to because it's if it's a sacrifice, you can't be drinking some top shelf yeah. keeper's heart, right? You should be you should pull a Justin and do some UV blue and absinthe, yeah. Ooh, yes, because <laughs> then you'll 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 cleanse your memory as well, probably. Yeah, yeah in college, <laughs> in college, we got absinthe, and it was you're supposed to mix it with water, and we were like, <laughs> water, let's try UV blue with it. <laughs> oh, wow. That reminds me, um, drunkest my wife, uh, has ever been. We had a graduation party for my sister. Uh, she was graduating med school and uh, they were making margaritas. Now they they had already gotten the margarita mix and then they added the tequila in and made the margarita. What they didn't realize was that the margarita mix they got already had the tequila in it. So they added <laughs> tequila to already pre-mix. And tequila is one of those drinks too, where, uh, you know, it, much like whiskey for some people where they get like angry or get a little, you know, off your rock or tequila definitely is, is one of those as well, where it's like, it hits you a little different than some of these mm-hmm. other alcohols. Yeah. Jake said he'll drink anything to get back to his winning ways. My dad popped in and said, tequila. <laughs> <Drink some tequila. laughs> yeah. Yeah. Gotta have a worm in it though. That'll really help cleanse you. Oh yes. Yes. Oh, Eat the worm, Jake. Eat the worm. <laughs> That'll fix you. All right, Sean, what was your worst fantasy football call? What's somebody that you uh, really whiffed on? Hmm. That's that's so tough because Penny uh, Gainwell I, is going to outsnap DeAndre <laughs> Swift. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I yeah, I would say. I mean, uh, in in best ball, I had a, a. I mean, I think Rashad Penny was one of my most drafted guys because I mean, at least it was a whiff in like the 16th or 18th. Like I would always yeah. draft him. You know, I, in hindsight, I should have been listening to Andrew Robb and, and drafting Puka Nakua. Instead, I would draft yeah. Rashad Penny because, <laughs> I, you know, it, it was classic getting too cute because I knew they liked Rashad Penny in that draft where they drafted, um, or at least the Eagles management did. So I'm like, oh, they brought him in. You know, they brought in DeAndre Swift, Kenny Gainwell. I thought it was going to be closer, much closer to a three-headed monster. Now, Gainwell still gets some work and he kind of was that lead back early on, or at least for the first couple games. But yeah, you know, or it's DeAndre Swift has stayed healthy. I mean, that was the other part of the handicap was like DeAndre Swift never stays healthy. Meanwhile, right. he stays yeah. healthy this year. So mm-hmm. um, I thought they would have given Rashad Penny a chance. Uh, but again, it's way too late now. So that's probably one of my biggest whiffs. And again, classic, like, oh, I know the Eagles. I'm smarter than everyone else. Uh, and that was, that was a big time whiff. I think it was your Eagles uh, preview episode that you guys did where you you mentioned you thought Kenny Gainwell would have more snaps uh, by the end of the year than Downer Swift. And I got him late in a lot of leagues yeah. or for, for a dollar. In those first couple of weeks, I looked so fucking smart. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, and I I mean, I guess in my defense, like they, they still use him near the goal line. Yeah. I mean, he drives my friends crazy. If you listen, <laughs> if you're an Eagles fan, you listen to the Eagles podcast, like the, the fact that they still like give him so much work 
and he's he's been playing all right like he you know he, he uh he'll get some touchdowns like he's okay but it, it is kind of clear he's the number two so uh yeah got a little cute with the running back stuff although in general i i still like taking shots on on long shot running back stuff because normally it's a it's a pretty volatile position um with injuries sure. and stuff like that because they take the most impact um but yeah it's weird this year it was clearly quarterback where there was a a, a ton of injuries um yeah. so honestly i feel like most of the people in the fantasy playoffs that probably went on a run were just people who had their quarterback stay healthy the whole time true or Very good true. pickups on the waivers that's what i was pickups. doing yeah. <laughs> in my dynasty league i went to the championship and i didn't have quarterback like i was picking up a new quarterback every week yeah well, and, and that's the other thing because, of, because of the injuries, if you're, if you're dominating the waiver wire, like Miranda, you know, you get Joe Flacco, like imagine, <laughs> imagine losing to Joe Flacco in the fantasy. <laughs> it would have been so annoying, but yeah. again, like if you're on top of it, um, you know, I'm sure that's why guys like Cody do well, you know, even though they're in 90 different leagues, if you're, if you're managing them all and staying on top of the waivers, like it, it really makes a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, we'll we'll go ahead and take credit for some of Cody's. We know he's an avid listener, so we'll, <laughs> he won because of wire us. advice. No, <laughs> um, Sean, thank you so much yes, for joining. Thank you. Thank appreciate you, it. Uh, thanks Great for letting seeing us you guys. Use your platform for old fashioned football. We appreciate mm-hmm. your guys' support. Um, all credit uh, is due to you guys for saying, "Yeah, let's give this a go." So we super appreciate that. Yes, thank yep. you so much. Here's to another hundred episodes. Great work, guys. Absolutely. Cheers. Yep. Cheers. All right, Miranda, we're going to take a little break from talking. We're going to do a little drinking behind the scenes while we play. I need play. to catch up a bit. You need to catch up a lot. You've been like nudging me and I'm just like, I know, well, I know. Get to drinking, woman. <laughs> um, uh, we got a video that recaps. Now, when we played our intro video, it, it lagged and froze on our end. I don't think it did on the listener end because Rod and Cody were backstage and seemed unfazed. So I hope that this one plays through for us too, but. At least it'll play through for you guys. This is a, it's a longer video. So sit back, relax, have a drink and enjoy uh, a a recap of all our guests that we've had on the show. I love building, not Legos or cars. I love building people. I love hosting people and events and making them feel at home. That's the kind of change I have a passion for. Building people up so they can unlock their potential to transform themselves and their communities helping them see what they were created to be. I get that love for building from my dad. He's a doctor in mental health, a pastor and a businessman. But beyond all of that, he's a builder whose big dreams ended up transforming an entire community. So I can't think of a better way to start this chapter than by telling you a little bit about my dad, his dream and his architect. And so I don't know why I decided to start the book that way. Mm-hmm. Like Anthony yeah. Richardson is a guy that I think could like be the he has potential. It's almost like LeBron James to me. And yeah. I, I know people will probably be at me saying I'm I'm an idiot. What <laughs> when I watched LeBron James in high school, I was like, oh my god! Like he's an NBA live creative player. Like when we we've all played the game where you would take and you could make the skill set a hundred at every little yep. skill set, right? Well, in a way. In a way, Anthony Richardson's that. Now, in games, we haven't seen that. He was not very efficient as a passer. But as far as like his athleticism, his height, his weight, his arm strength, he is a NBA, an NFL or NBA Live or whatever. John Madden football creative <laughs> player. Um, 
So that is one that, I mean, obviously that's not a sleeper, but that is one that I think like could be like a hall of fame quarterback, or he could be out of the league in three years. What are some top strategies that you use when doing your auction drafts? So I do a lot of preps, you know, for auctions Mm -hmm. pre pre auction. I think I, I, it's, I find it's the format where I feel like I have to have the most preparation but in another sense, I also feel like it's the format where even if you have all that prep, you have to also be the most flexible, reading the board and yeah. seeing what the prices are. So there's there is a I do have some strategies for in in auction management, but a lot of what I do for auction strategy is the the pre. Um, the, the the bad sweater was a particularly fun project to work on. Uh, we've, we've kind of tweaked it every year uh, since we put yeah. it out, but you know when when they we've originally decided we were going to do spiced holiday whiskey. You know, uh, it's kind of a good segue into the Manhattan Project where uh, there's a lot of well-funded marketing teams doing sweet products in those categories, right? There's, there's mm-hmm. we, we can think of all, we can all think of one spiced holiday whiskey that has a great marketing team, right? <laughs> um, I was never going to outcompete them in marketing dollars. We were never going to get the kind of placement as that. I wanted to create a spiced holiday themed whiskey that satisfied a real whiskey drinkers itch. Every time that I get to share about what I do, it's exciting. Uh, Every time that I have the opportunity to uh, shake hands and, and hug people as they walk through the door at the distillery, um, given the fact that I am the master blender and near screens, great, great granddaughter, um, I embrace every bit of it. Um, I had no idea when I started this journey uh, with Fawn Weaver that um, I would be in this space today, but I love it. I, I, I really do. I'm grateful. And um, in spite of all the accolades and the awards, uh, I am a humble woman. Uh, it is not about me. It is about Nears Green, and it will always be. You know, it, it will always be about Nears Green, but I'm having a good time. I really am. I'm having a, I'm having a one hell of a good time doing this, uh, making, you know, blending the whiskey and talking to people about it. I love it. Yes. What's okay. the, the favorite whiskey that you've made here? Because you guys, you get to try everybody's requests as well, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So what's the favorite thing that you've worked on or gotten to try? Might have to go back to that Stone Imperial whiskey. Really? Honestly, that's th- th- I think that's one of the best products we've ever made. Nice. That product is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I like our um our ninety nine percent corn bourbon. We've got a a ten year a ten year um bottle. We've got a ninety nine corn uh ten year age bottle uh, group of bottles that's on our um on our shelf for display and retail. Um, but I, I just love how sweet it comes across. Mm-hmm. You can sip it straight. You can sip it on rocks, put it in a Coke. It's, it's a very versatile, very versatile whiskey or bourbon. It's, it's very nice. It's my favorite. Nice. Smell. Yep. <laughs> this smells like that. Mm-hmm. Definitely. You get that like rich earthiness from the pot yes. still. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It was actually the pot still that uh, David per- David Perkins said uh, reminded him of the Welch's white grape juice. Oh, really? And 
Brian was like, for fuck's sake, what is that? Like, I've never even heard of that. And so immediately someone from our staff went to the store, bought some white grape juice, brought it in. Brian smelled it and he's like, that's terrible. (laughs) (laughs) But I do understand where, what David was, was thinking with that pot still. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A lot of sense to us. Uh, We were talking about starting the distillery and what should we name it? And we recognize that without them, uh, we want to be here today doing what we love doing, which is uh, skiing a great ski mountain, living free and making great spirits. Uh, to, to further the story, though, they were deactivated in the mid 50s and then they were reactivated in the mid 80s as a light infantry quick deployment unit. And now they are uh, headquartered in upstate New York in a place called Fort Drum in Watertown, New York, just a few miles south of the Canadian border. They're also in Fort Polk, Louisiana which is uh, strikes people as being odd, um, even the soldiers down in Louisiana, because uh, the soldiers <laughs> still wear the mountain tab. Uh, so it's odd to have a, a, a mountain unit, although they're not a mountain mm-hmm. unit necessarily anymore. They're still honored with the mountain tab uh, in Fort Polk, Louisiana. And then they were repatched uh, with the National Guard here in Colorado Springs in 2016. Did you start with whiskey as the spirit you wanted to make or did you want to make everything? Yeah, so we certainly started out wanting to hang our hat on our whiskey expressions. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's a broad cat. It's a it's a broad category and a narrow category all at the same time. Within the whiskey category itself, you can uh, there's a lot of room for experimentation, uh, but it's certainly defined by uh, key aspects of it as well. And so, uh, and I, it's something I've always been passionate about when I was bartending in my uh, mid twenties or so. I fell in love with a bunch of different kinds of whiskeys and just love the creativity around it. Um, and, and uh, but I didn't want to focus. I didn't want to just narrow us in on, on just straight whiskeys. Uh, sure. And that's why, hence, it's Tenth Mountain Whiskey and Spirit Company. The vodka market's 35% of the overall spirit market. So if you are a spirits drinker and you don't like brown spirits, there's a really good chance you're a, a vodka drinker. And um, they we, they did a cast strength for us, which was one of the first ones they did. And it was a short barrel. It only had like 66 bottles in it. It was great. It sold out right away. Um, so they reached out um, a little bit later, like, hey, do you want to do another barrel? I'm like, yeah, well, what do you got? And they said at that time they had, you could put it in a stout barrel, a maple barrel, a rye barrel, or you could just do a cast strength. They had these four options. And you could do them at two or three proofs. But what's great about those guys is that, they're like, unless you don't like that, then just do whatever the hell you want, basically. Or, you know, tell, <laughs> tell us what you think would be fun and we'll do that. And um, Brian mentioned, hey, you know, by the way, we have a couple of um, Pedro Jimenez sherry casks uh, coming in. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, you know, um, there's some pretty good whiskey that's been put in a sherry cask for mm-hmm. a few hundred years in Scotland and other parts of the world. I'd love to try that. And uh, a couple of days after those barrels came in, I went in and um we tried we we smelled them first it was weird uh i thought he thought he was messing with me because we took the bongs out of the two and he goes all right smell it and he said take this like rubber mountain bang on it when i was smelling it i'm like so i just do it because i'm listening <laughs> and i'm like you're messing with me i looked to make sure they weren't recording me they weren't it actually made a difference somehow uh so anyway um they they rolled over the whiskey i filled it right there which is super fun never done that before and um, then we went back every couple of weeks for almost three months and tried it until we all thought it was ready. Um, you know, it nice. started out very heavily sherry, right? I mean, you, mm-hmm. there's still some liquid sherry in the barrel. And then as that kind of uh, mixed in and it dissipated, the air got to it, uh, it, it kind of 
blended harmoniously and created what we think is pretty darn good uh, blend. So that was a lot of fun. Um, you know, in terms of other things at the store right now, we typically have maybe on the low end 12 different single barrels. I think we have 15 or 20 right now. Yeah, yeah, cheers. Yeah, thank you for the time. Uh, so a little butterscotch, mm-hmm. vanilla, cherry and chocolate with honey on the finish, right? And this is at 80 proof, so really accessible. And this we usually retail on uh, most retailers for like twenty nine ninety five, mm-hmm. which is crazy awesome. Okay. Yeah, a very good price. It smells super sweet, like yeah. a very butterscotchy. That's why I got kid number those. three. <laughs> My wife's like, Love I it. hate that joke, and I was like, that's why I tell it. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Phenomenal cocktails there. So um, someday, so hopefully, we can get up there and try that. The story about the cocktails, which is also very interesting. Again, Wisconsin, you can only serve what you make. So for a while mm-hmm. there, when we first started, we had all different. We had a moonshine. We had a s'mores moonshine so we could make a chocolate martini. And we had we did nice. different things so that we could make different drinks. Well, we have a line of oils and vinegars. And we, use, and we have a line of that so that we can use those in our drink. So our old fashioned, okay, you're like your podcast. Um, we will use a black cherry vinegar or we have a green old fashioned and we have green apple vinegar and we have, we, we use our vinegars in our drinks and they're amazing. And our, and of course our drinks are pretty heavy pours because we actually make the whiskey there. So it's not a problem. You know, it's not like a half an ounce pour or whatever. I mean, it's like, Mm -hmm. All right, you know, here's the board. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, that one's gonna hurt. Um, but uh, that the drinks are really, really good. We're able to make 60 barrels of whiskey a week. Uh, we're not quite as limited as uh, just the Napa grapes he had access to. Um, <laughs> we're able sure. to produce a lot more than that, and we aim to do so. So, kind of a ceiling. Uh, that we wanted to push through. You know, it's still uh, it's still very much the essence of Dave Finney, that custom type face. I couldn't believe that they used real wood to do it. It's real birch wood. Yes, oh, I nice. love that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't realize it was real wood. I, I No, I looked yes, at it and I was no, like, it looks like real wood, but I didn't realize no. it was. I was almost fooled too. I didn't know that you could do that with birch wood. Um, when they first set the samples out. So it's a little bit more subtle. You have to look a little bit closer to see that detail. But in that way, truly every every bottle is unique because they're all going to be a little bit different that way with stamped birch wood. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a nod to Dave's family. He always had kind of a summer home up in Vermont that has this big birch forest. Nice. Yeah, yeah this thing's going to blow up, y'all. I don't know if y'all know, but like in the next couple, I don't know, months, years, whatever, Y'all don't have to do those other jobs anymore. So keep it up. Uh, <laughs> you're laughing, but I'm serious. Like it's going to blow. Mm-hmm. So. All right. We are back. Um, again, that lagged on our end, but we did check it out on our phone to make sure it was running smoothly. So hopefully it was running smoothly for you all. And uh, awesome moment closing it out there with Sam Acho saying that pretty soon we weren't going to have to do our own jobs um, being a Bears fan. My whole life, you for since you've known me, basically, uh, what a moment! That was yes. a really cool moment. That was really neat. It was very neat, and he was a very, uh, very gracious person. Um, do you want to introduce our next guest? Because he's been here for about an hour already. I know our earliest guest. Yes, I'll, I'll bring him in. That. Are you ready for this? Let's do it. All right, you can find him on the X at Fortune seventy eight 
ex. We've known this guy since college. You knew you've known him a little longer than me. Yes. Probably a lot, few years more than me. Yeah, a few years. And when I have to say during this podcast, when the chat questions are rolling in, he's one of the first people to jump in there and start answering people's questions, which we love to see. We like to see the conversation going in that chat. Um, Justin and I also battled for third. I'm reluctant to say this in his league. And who won? <laughs> when that does not matter. Without further ado, let's bring in Mr. Nick Fortune. Nick, that's not a a real suit, but that's okay. Well, it's 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 it's, oh, it's what I had. It's what I had. You said dress nicely, so I decided to dress nicely. I ironed this shirt you for you guys. You know. Question: You have been sitting uh-huh. in the the waiting room mm-hmm. for about what did we say an hour close to mm-hmm. an hour i think did you go change no he was no that. you were wearing that the whole time i was wearing that the entire time okay. i wore that wore all day. see i wore that the entire day my boss said are you wearing a tuxedo t-shirt and i said yes because That's i have to wear great. this for like for you know support for their 100th episode this is outstanding yeah, thank you very much after work <laughs> <laughs> Bill checking in saying, Nick, OMG, I know uh, him. His picture is on my this mantle. This deserves a story. This We got to tell this story. All right, so, go ahead. Every year for Christmas, um, on my mom's side of the family Christmas that we do, we all the adults, um, exchange after all gifts are exchanged, the adults exchange, like do a gag gift, kind of like White Elephant, but it's a gag gift, usually inappropriate. And... Um, for this was the fourth year in a row yeah that our one of our gag gifts has been a poster size photo of mr nick fortune posing provocatively in front of something (laughs) and my lucky angel got that photo this year actually there were two of them somebody regifted so your poster size photo different photos made an appearance twice in this year's gag gift exchange it is yes my favorite part your of that christmas your picture from <laughs> last year that caleb's girlfriend got that got passed around to a bunch of college in girls their, rooms it was in their bathroom bedrooms they would hide it under each other's blankets so and then under their pillows bed, there's there was nick. nick his uh, crotch holding a present and uh <laughs> yeah and that was regifted but that sounded way worse Ren- than it was <laughs> He was holding a gift <laughs> over his genitals. Um, but Nick, Jamie got got that one. Yeah. Ooh, so that's, that's going to be hung up in their cabin uh, by Nick, the Christmas tree. We got some questions coming in for you. Kirk Ford wants to know, are you going to marry Megan and him in that tux tea? I mean, it's if the bride wants it, the bride wants it. You know, I'm not going to say no to it at it's all. I'm going to be fine with it. It's for the bride. If it's if the bride wants it, the bride wants it. It's it's up to her, you know. We haven't had Joe that would, we haven't had that conversation just yet. Yeah. And Joe wants Miranda to say what she got, but she will not. We will not be saying that on this show. It's a somewhat family show. <laughs> Nick, I see you still got your ladder in the background. I gotta ask you, because I know you were having a drink while you were sitting in the back room there. What is your favorite whiskey? My favorite whiskey is actually what you got me, sir. It is the slow and low 
rock and rye whiskey. I don't know if anybody can see that. Yeah, it's, it's basically, that is like just it is delicious. old fashioned, ready to go. It is good. But I like to point out that I am using it out of your glass I got from you, Justin, that says my name on it. Nice. So just letting you know that. No. So drinking that glass. Whose glass it is. It's Nick, mine. It says my name. Different fantasy football leagues with us. You run a league that I got third place over Miranda in. Did you get the money? Did you get the money? You, <laughs> you got the money, money though, right? Got the money. Um, what's your best and worst fantasy football call? I can go ahead and say your worst if you want. Well, I mean, I'm going to go with the best first. Uh, I drafted in the keeper's heart $1 for Mr. Sam Laporta. Tight end out of Iowa. Great. We would have, but Great we job. spent like $67 on Travis Kelsey. Wow. Who, who, who made that home. decision? Who, who made that decision? 46 on the homes. There's just this tension between us when we're drafting. You can't. It doesn't we can work never draft well. Together again. No, because I wouldn't draft like that if it was my own team. Yeah, <laughs> we can never draft again. Nick, you got a little criticism for a move in our league. You, for whatever reason, before the season started, or maybe it was after week one. I'm not sure. It was you, after you decided to drop Lamar. Je no, it was before. Oh, it was. Before. It was before. It was before. before, it was before. We talking about it at another draft I was at. This you is... decided to drop Lamar Jackson. Can you explain yeah. why? Well, how did he do last year? Well, how did he? <laughs> how did he? Do, how did he do last year? How did he do last year? I'll tell you what I did because I knew this question was going to come up, so I came prepared. <laughs> I came prepared. Okay. He was number fifteen on the fancy football points for QB, and he also just got paid. Now, what do we know about players that get paid in the off season? They typically don't do well. I say, you know what? Can you give them examples. Debo Samuel would be a good example. Um, just the top of my head for the first like half of the year. I mean, because I'm a true Niners fan. Um, he didn't do that great. Um, that that's plain and simple. He did not do that well. Um it, in majority of just players just in general, from what I've seen, they typically once they get paid, they don't really care that much about the money, you know. Just my opinion. I'm surprised you haven't started throwing out a bunch of Commanders players or West Virginia players, given that Moneyline Mac is in the the backstage right now. You know, if you know, I was going to draft uh, Matt Ryan, you know, QB one, you know, for the Commanders, but for some reason, <laughs> Riverboat Ron was like, "No, we're going to go with Sam Howell," <laughs> who just had a very disappointing end of his season. I forgot I have a really good yeah. video of Nick because Nick filled in for you just super last minute. Nick was a champ. You couldn't make it because you were stuck at work. He said, oh, I can do it. And he jumped in. Nick, I'm going to play a video from that real quick. Go ahead. Nick, I'm glad you're here because I couldn't ask Miranda this question because she would have probably given me a false answer. But in the playoffs of the Family League, I go against her cousin, Josiah. My quarterbacks are Tua, who we just talked about has a tough matchup. CJ Stroud, who may not play. Do I just throw Tua in there? Do I hope Stroud plays? I have... Uh, on the waiver wire, there's Nick Mullins, Tommy DeVito, Easton Stick, Mitch Trubisky, Gardner Minshew, Derek Carr, Desmond Ritter, Bailey Zappi, Aiden O'Connell, Joe Flack. I mean, what do I do here? Pray. <laughs> I did not pray hard enough. I lost that game. <laughs> what did you Just put Tua in, though? Yeah, I played Tua. Yeah. Oh, okay. Just to circle back here to Lamar Jackson. You're not off yeah, the hook go ahead. Yet. No, that's fine. How how did Lamar Jackson do this year, Nick? 
Oh, he he did he did great. He was number three. He, he did yes, outstanding. TV three. It was this yeah. super strange. Just everything that went on. You drop Lamar. <laughs> Cody picks Lamar up and drops Tua. You then pick Tua up. And when it I was look at almost it, like the weasel trade that my parents tried to do in our family <laughs> league, not to bring but up I, like. But when I look at it, it's a contract league, and when I look at it at the end of the season, Nick dropped a player that was like. 30 some dollars and he picked up a $2 to a that he can contract for $2. So I guess in the long run, it might benefit you in the future. And I noticed you cut me off. You don't want to, you don't want to go into Go ahead. The, yeah. We can, we can continue the on the conversation, Miranda, oh, if you like to. That is that a video at the end? Oh, okay. So maybe we wait. Maybe we wait. <laughs> My mom's going to be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> she has not stopped talking about how we <laughs> look at hey how we uh just threw her out there in front of America. <laughs> talking to America here. Nick, we appreciate you joining. Anything else you want to add before you get on out of here? Well, Justin, I could tell you the story about how you were kind of, you know, a little making a strategy in, in my league, you know, if you if you want to go in there, you know, but I think I will be I'll, I'll be the better person. And I'll just tell you, and I'll just tell my mom, Jamie, my mom, you know, the, the story about it, you know, strategy than Weasley. <laughs> I got my own player and then picked him up. That's different. Some people like to say something differently, according to some of the other people I talked to in the <laughs> roster. But again, you know, to each their own. And obviously, like in the end, you know, fantasy football is all about just having fun, getting together, talking some crud and everything else. So, you know, it is worth that. Nick, somebody chiming in here. We know who this somebody is, but saying, hey, this looks like this guy looks like the photo I had on my wall for a year. Did you want me to do the pose for you then? I could do the pose no, for you right now. Um, <laughs> do you have anything else you want to add about West Virginia before uh, yeah, we get, yeah. get out of here? No, no, no. Uh, Miranda, look what I have in the background. Can is you that see our hoodie? That is, is an old fashioned hoodie. We, are, we have been just on the go lately. We need to. Yes. Tonight, well, I'm ordering I mean, them before they're changed. Oh, I want, want I want an OG, the OG release, and then I want the new one. <laughs> well, obviously, Miranda, you have not uh, you've not seen my Snapchat because I sent it to you when I got it in the mail today. That doesn't. I'm not gonna. Me. I'm just gonna. I'll say this. I'll regret it later. My Snapchats are like my texts. So <laughs> if Cody's still listening to us, just imagine not getting a Snapchat from me until like four. Three weeks later, I'll respond to a Snapchat. I'm horrible. I'm just a horrible person with communication via uh, it's okay. text and social media. <laughs> the almighty Nick's fortune. Cat, what a lucky girl you are to have Nick on your wall for a year. Cody says, don't bother texting Miranda. Nick, thanks for joining, and uh, we'll have you back on at some point. I, I do appreciate it. Congrats on the 100 episodes. Always chime, happy to help in to chime just to help out uh, someone that needs some help and everything else like that. Um, but uh, I'll talk to you guys later on. Cheers, brother. Yep. Cheers, Bye. Nick. Takes you two months to respond per Cody. It does not. And gonna, I have been better lately. I'm going to bring in our next guest. <laughs> this guy, uh, I have a podcast with him too. He he and I are on the NFL Gambling Podcast where we have a lot of fun picking games. We've been on a hell of a good streak. You can find him on the X app, Moneyline underscore Mac. You can also find him on the college, not college. I've obviously been through too many of these already. Oh my gosh, you were about done. I, he, you can find him on the college 
basketball experience with Kobe having a party every night. Moneyline, Mac, how you doing? I'm doing good. Congrats on uh, number 100. Glad to be able to join. I just smoked uh, some whiskey. What what for reserve? A little, little splash of ginger. Ooh, so, yeah. Uh, nice. yeah, life is good. I'm watching like uh, 10 college basketball games in the background. So, <laughs> try you know, these Wednesday slates are ridiculous. They, they got like 100 fucking games. I can't keep track of all of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Ryan did get a, a smoker. Did you get that for Christmas or did you just buy it? I did. I did. The in-laws got it for me. So, you know, nice. they, they, they knew, they knew where my priorities were at. <laughs> yes. That's awesome. Yeah. So he's got a whiskey smoker and uh, he mentioned he likes throwing a little ginger in his whiskey too. Mm-hmm. Miranda, a big fan of the Jameson ginger and lime. So oh, you gotta be, gotta be. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Woodford. Um, I love their double oak. Double oaked. Yeah. That is my favorite Woodford. So if you get a chance to grab that, if you haven't had it, get that sometime. Yeah, we'll do. Do you like makers as well? Those are yeah. probably my top two. I mean, those. Yeah, I don't know anybody that doesn't like either of those. Right. Yeah, I'm a, technically part of the. I'm a brand ambassador of Makers Mark, which you can sign up for free. They uh, they send you stuff every now and then. And they also put your name, once you sign up, they put your name on a barrel. And when that is um, aged and it's mature and ready to tap, you can actually go down there and get a bottle right from that barrel if you go down when they're Ooh. tapping it. Oh, I need to get in on that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. So uh, you, you mentioned those two. You got any other favorite whiskeys you like? Uh, I like Crown. I like to splash a little bit of Canadian every every now and then. Uh, in college, I think like everybody, I was a Jack Daniels guy. I think <laughs> right. everybody goes through a Jack Daniels phase in their life. A little Jim Beam when I was on a tighter budget. Uh, Evan Williams, you know, I you know I, I try it all. I like Jameson. I like bourbon. You know, I I like alcohol. Hey, by the way, are you wearing a suit jacket? <laughs> he is. Yeah, you're like, what is going on? Yeah, Miranda walked in and she's like. You're wearing a suit jacket? I was like, yeah, it doesn't really fit as well as I'd like, but I'm wearing it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, yeah. Evan Williams Bottles and Bond is still one of my go-tos. Um, just It's cheap and it's good. I mean, you can't beat it. No, you mentioned that everybody goes through their Jack Daniels phase. I went through mine in one night and I was done. <laughs> now, now tell, them, night. Tell, tell Ryan how you were consuming your Jack Daniels. Have you heard of a Tennessee hooker? No, what's that? And I live with a shot of Jack Daniels followed by a shot of pickle juice. Oh, yeah. They go, no, don't say that yet unless you try it. I was like, this is disgusting. And then I tried it and it was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And then I had like 10 of them. And then I never, (laughs) I've never had one ever again. And I don't even want to think about Jack Daniels or pickle juice. It is. You, you didn't take the ticket in moderation, as, as they say. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't that kind of a night. It's <laughs> nope. already oh. checking in, saying the money line man himself. And Nick wanted to know how many commander players did you draft? Uh, you know, I never take them because they suck. So <laughs> I was trying to win. Um, I will get into who I took and some of my good calls. I had a 500 year, so some good picks, some bad picks. And you can guess why my season kind of got derailed a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, he is keeping up with, uh, what, 350 college basketball teams or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, it took a little bit on the back burner. I was like, uh, let me just throw you guys on for 20 minutes, 30 minutes, so I can get a little bit of who I should pick up because I don't have time to crunch these numbers. Yeah, there you go. Well, let's let's hop right into it. What was your – let's start with the worst fantasy football call. 
for uh, not my first pick. I, I decided to get cute. I was like, I'm going to wait for a quarterback. And everybody knows me from our show. I'm an Aaron Rodgers guy. So I decided <laughs> I'm going to take Aaron Rodgers. And he brings out that flag, Monday Night Football versus the Bills. Boom, Achilles done. I go, well, there goes my fucking season. And then I decided, well, let's go Russell Wilson. He's all, he's due for a bounce back. So I had uh, the 2015 All-Pro oh, no. team. And no. that's why I was 500. So, yeah, that was kind of one of my seasons. I couldn't, I couldn't get the quarterback <laughs> situated. Makes sense. You should have picked up your boy Sam Howell. You know, to be honest, I probably should have. But I'm in a kind of a Redskins homer league, so somebody already had him. Makes yeah. sense. Makes sense. You ended up getting Howell in one or two leagues. I, I did, but towards the end of the season, he wasn't helping me for the end of the season. Blame Ron, was, not Sam. Or blame yeah. Sam. I'm not sure which. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are we in the playoffs? What are you talking about? <laughs> Little sleepy Ron. How about your best fantasy football pick? Defense. I took the Browns in the last round, and I don't think nice. anybody saw that coming. I guess you could say Mike Evans. Um, yeah. Death taxes mm-hmm. Mike Evans. One thousand yard receiving uh, seasons, and what do you? I don't. How many touchdowns did he even end up with? It, it felt like he had one or two each game. So he was my horse. Yeah, I don't remember off the top of my head, but I do know that Mike Evans' anytime touchdown made me some cash um, because yeah. th- that that happened almost every week. It felt like it felt like uh, he was just he was going to get a touchdown. It was just a matter of when in the game, even if it was the garbage time. Um, We've been we've both been up and down on the Bucks all year. Yeah, it's it's the NFC South, as we said today. Nothing makes sense, Nothing. and what doesn't make sense is what happens. <laughs> so that means Carolina wins this weekend, everybody, and probably Atlanta. Atlanta probably wins the division somehow. <laughs> yeah, if you get it, if you get a chance, go listen to our episode on the NFL Gambling Podcast. We give out two round robin money line parlays. One was what thirty five to one, and was it fifteen to one or something like that? Yeah, well, uh, the late window was 15. The early one was 35. And everybody, yeah. don't worry. The Patriots were not in it. So don't worry. <laughs> Even though they're the hottest team in the NFL, other than the Bears right now. It's Patriots, Bears. Yeah. I think that should be the Super Bowl. If I had it I did way. see on I did see on power rankings. I was not the only one to put the Bears at number 10. You did as well. I'm going to go ahead and assume you did that just for me, but I appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> when the Patriots beat the Jets in our final one, I'm going to slide the Patriots at 10 just to fuck with everybody. <laughs> there you go. Oh, man. You got Mike Evans oh. touchdowns. 13 of them. 13 yeah. touchdowns for Mike Evans. He's quarterback proof. I mean, he finally got Brady <laughs> and then he had Baker. But even before that, with all the ups and downs of Tampa Bay. He was always consistent. So he's a beast. Yeah, yeah. for sure. For sure. Anything you want to add before we get you out of here? I got nothing, man. Um, Obviously enjoy doing another NFL year with you. Uh, Regular season. Obviously we still got the playoffs to pick some winners, but just want to congratulate you guys. guys. Yeah. Yeah, We we, we try. We got a little, We got a little cups. Sorry. Cheers. <laughs> uh, I, I'd, I'd be a millionaire if I just stopped picking the Patriots and Panthers for so many weeks <laughs> in a row. So uh, cheers to you guys. Miranda, shout out to you for dealing with J-Mark week in and week out. And happy 100, guys. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Take it easy. All right, guys. Have a great show. Thank you. Thank you. All righty. Um, we're going to take a little break from guests and we got another video. You got a lot of catching up to do. I'm I, down to two whiskeys. I think I've identified all of ours. You think you've identified all? I think I've identified all. Do we want to jump into that now? No, I got it. I need to drink a little more before more. I can rank them. Okay. That's fair. I think <laughs> I have mine ranked. I think I have them identified. It'll be interesting if I 
have one wrong and I ranked it higher than I would have expected. I would rank that, but, uh, We've we've had some good moments on old fashioned football. We've had some fun. This video, it's got some shorts we've thrown together. It's got just some moments that we we have thought were good, I guess. Uh, unfortunately, our blooper reel that we had from before we were doing video <laughs> got corrupted somehow. Yes, that's such a shame. It is. It was a lot of Miranda going, cut that. You're gonna cut that. Hang on, <laughs> cut that. Yeah, cut that. I don't I get that opportunity different. anymore. When we're live, I, I just have to roll with my stupidity if I say something stupid. <laughs> Actually, before we do that, should we we introduce our guest since he just popped on because it's late for him? Yes, and let's needs, do it. He needs let's bedtime. bring him in early. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> he needs bedtime. He needs bedtime. <laughs> All right, our next guest. You can find him on the X at Adam Pelletier. I would say he probably likes me a little more than you. <laughs> I said Cody earlier was my number one fan. Adam. This might be your number two. <laughs> yes. Um, he is SGPN's managing editor, Don of Bill's Mafia. Let's bring in Adam Pelletier. Adam, how you doing? Hello. Uh-oh, we can't hear him. Old. We can't hear you, Adam. For some reason. There we go. How are your favorite fantasy football couple? <laughs> now we hear him. Uh, I mute it manually on the back end, so that way people don't see the awkward mic that shows up there. Uh, All I can you say guys, is you leave, please don't hit end stream. No guarantees. No guarantees. I'm notorious for doing that. Do you Cody? have that power right now? Yes, I do. I have the power to do that okay. to anybody's stream at any time. It's a great power. <laughs> With great power comes great responsibility. So... Um, yeah, you guys have been doing a great job. Cody is angling to, uh, have his streams ended early. Um, <laughs> you know, if I can end, if I can end draft day early, I can end code. I can end the NASCAR gambling podcast early. There you go. <laughs> so how you doing, man? Ah, we're good, man. You know, three, three playoff appearances in fantasy football this year, two championships nice. appearances. And two second place finishes and one third place finish. So not a my great mother, year, not a terrible year, but plus money. Yeah. So we're good. My mother yes. loves your Bills hat. She is a Bears fan, but she really likes the Bills and Josh Allen. As she drafted she a should. lot of Bills. As <laughs> she should. <laughs> Kathy Mark, a woman of impeccable taste. Mom <laughs> Mark, we love you too. So I'm, uh, sure, I'm sure she's smart and also likes Miranda more than you, Justin. She probably <laughs> Uh, Miranda, you're on the clock on our new dynasty. Cody oh. wanted you to know, will you go and make your pick? He says, will I make my pick? While I ask Adam, I know you were on a little hiatus of drinking for a while, uh, but what's your favorite whiskey? My favorite whiskey. Um, my dad actually turned me on to the uh, Evan Williams honey. Um, Ooh, yeah. I know that's, uh, it's an interesting choice, but it is really good. Also goes great in eggnog for those of y'all who really? partake at the holidays. Interesting. I'm going to have to try that. Hard to go wrong with Evan Williams, especially with the price. That's for sure. And um, hard to go wrong with eggnog. I mean, everybody loves eggnog. Once a year. I like it once a year, and that's about it. I mean, I'd drink it all year long if I could. <laughs> but I'm a lush, so. There you go. Um, give us a – you were in our, our listener league. You, we'll go ahead and blame Matt for the fact that you lost. <laughs> but uh, give us your best fantasy football take this year and your worst. I mean, the best was clearly no Packers receiver in the top 30. I mean, uh, what's I his face? Bring that up. <laughs> what's his face? Barely snuck in there. 
at 28, and that's just barely by the skin of his teeth. I think I nailed that. I think I nailed that prediction pretty right on. Um, and my biggest miss of the year, Sean Tucker. Oh, hands down. I was all aboard the Sean Tucker train. I was like, you idiots drafting Rashad White. <laughs> and then Rashad White had an absolutely great year. Yeah. I was wrong, you know, but yeah. the process is there. And like, this is the thing, Justin, I remember, I think I told you this. I tell this to everybody, especially in the fantasy space when you're starting out. The biggest thing is, is what's your process? What's your logic? And is your process and logic repeatable? And anybody who's, you know, breaking into the space, that's my biggest advice is what are you doing for your process to stand out? And I think Justin and Mer, that's something y'all do very well. You talk through the processes, you share that really well, and you just have fun, but you own, you know, you own where your process was right. You own where your process was wrong. You tweak it and you're willing to have that honest discussion. And I think that's something y'all do very well. And I applaud y'all for that. Well, thank, oh, thank you. We you. appreciate that. And, and sometimes our process of talking mm. it through is arguing, but you know, it, <laughs> it happens. I'm sorry. I didn't know that this was fantasy uh, croquet. This is fantasy football. <laughs> yeah. There is yelling and arguing that's going to last happen. During week games. Was, there was some yelling last week. Yes. Over Joe anytime, Flacco versus Kyler Murray. Anytime you co-manage a team and anyone out there who hasn't done it, 10 out of 10, don't add new league solo co-manage with your friends and your loved ones. It's a lot more fun. I co-manage a team with my dad. I co-manage a team with two of my best friends. I co-manage another team with a best friend. It's great. It's a, it's a riot y'all. Your, your group messages have more substance now because it's now, Oh, I think this person. And then it's no, you're a damn idiot. Who are, why'd you pick him? It's great. Cody would like to know, is there fantasy croquet? He's in so many fantasy football leagues. He oh probably gosh. would join it. Uh, <laughs> Cody probably passed me for fantasy leagues this year. Cause I started to scale it back. I am slowly, but surely working it back. Cause I was at like 12 a year ago and that was just too many. I'm oh. getting down. Like my goal is like six. Adam, he, he's he is only in 55. 55. Cody. Uh, yeah. Cody. And he just started a new one that we're currently <laughs> drafting in. That's not healthy. When he was on our show and first said that. That's my, painful. Uh, <laughs> I, I know, know how bad double digits was. Um, when he was first on our show, he said that. And my dad said, does he just have no life? I was like, no, he's got a full-time job. He's got a wife and kid. And he goes, does he not like them? Like, no, he loves them. Cody is a fantastic yes. husband and dad. Okay. I will always advocate like that for Cody. Does, well, he has his spreadsheet and he, he may obviously, I, I don't know how. Listen, some people find that enjoyable and that's great. And I love that Cody. How do you go through that. and set that many? Like, I don't know. I struggle with the waivers in that many leagues. That's just like. I'm sure I struggle <laughs> as it is. I struggle as it is. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I struggle as it is. Yes. Cody and I bonded. Um, I think it was last year. Uh, we talked about his daughter's uh, emerging softball talent. And I used to coach softball. So I nice. enjoy hearing how Cody's daughter's doing in the, on the softball diamond. Nice. Nice. Very nice. Um, do you have any questions for Adam? I, I don't know. We asked him his best and worst and, he his, got his whiskey, whiskey. Is Evan Williams honey. Um, though he did, he did uh, partake in the keeper's heart at the fantasy football expo. Yes, he I enjoyed that. I remember that. I enjoyed it all. The fantasy expo is a lot more fun when you can imbibe alcohol. <laughs> That's right. Uh, As we're I drink forward... a soda right now. <laughs> <laughs> we're looking forward to uh, the fantasy football expo next year as well. So mm -hmm. uh, we... I'm working on finding us some ringers for the flag football game. We can't have that disappointing performance again. <laughs> It's, uh, it was not the quarterback's fault. I will say that. 
Man, it's never it's never the quarterback's fault. No. <laughs> there you go. Uh, maybe we can get Brian Scott to come be our quarterback. We're gonna get a better quarterback than him. I, we're gonna have we're gonna have some of our uh, we're gonna have some of our other spring football connections come in better <laughs> than Brian Scott. No disrespect meant for to Brian Scott. There are none. I'm gonna stick up for him, especially with the jersey hanging up there. Posted it earlier today. If y'all haven't seen it, go check it out. Um, Kirk Ford checking in, saying you look like Josh Allen's brother. That is the most flattering thing. Any that is the second most flattering thing anyone has said to me today. Just so we're clear, second most flattering thing. What was the first most? Flattering? I'm going to keep the first most flattering thing a secret because it is a yet to be announced project. But it was a very flattering thing. I'll send fair Justin enough. the screenshot of it, and he'll laugh. All okay. right, fair enough. All right, Adam, thank you for joining. Thank you for all the support you give us. Because uh, behind the yes. scenes, you're always giving a ton of support. You're always there when we need some help. You're always there to kind of help steer us if we need it. So we we super appreciate that. It's not, I know everybody thinks it's Sean and Kramer that are turning all the wheels, but you're behind the scenes helping turn the them scenes. as well. I like and, being uh, behind the scenes. It's a lot quieter back there. <laughs> all Kramer, I got to yeah. do, all I got to do is make sure everybody's doing the right things and make sure the ad reads and uh, writings <laughs> going out in the right order. And as Kramer once said to me, um, I think it was when I was in there and we we brought you up, he said, Everybody needs an Adam in the corner because he's a nice dude, but he's like a pit bull when you need him or a bulldog or something. But everybody needs an Adam in their corner. And I 100% agree. Everybody needs an Adam in their corner. So thanks for being in ours, man. We appreciate it. Of course. And just real quick, Justin and Murr, I just want to say congratulations, y'all. Thank you very much for all the work that you've done. I think you guys have done an amazing job. I think you're doing a spectacular job raising the bar for fantasy content in the space in general. I think a husband-wife duo is spectacular. Y'all bring some genuine chemistry to the table. And y'all just, y'all make people laugh. You enjoy the game and you're real, you're honest, and you're direct. Um, And I've just been flattered to watch y'all grow. Um, As I remember, we had a conversation, uh, what was it, two years ago at the USFL playoffs when I told Justin I said, when are we getting her? Because she's funnier and better than you. And she was hesitant at the time. I remember this. She was very hesitant. We were in Canton, Ohio. And Mm -hmm. I was like, no, Mer, you need to do this. You're going to do great. You're going to be spectacular. And she was hesitant. And then later that year, here she is. (laughs) World-renowned superstar, fantasy football expert, Miranda Mark. That's right. Now, 100 episodes later, here we are. Mm -hmm. There we go. Uh, speaking of later, you guys got your save the date, right? Yeah, absolutely. Excellent. Good. Just yes. making sure. We are excited. We're excited. Yes, we'll be there. It's going to be a grand old time. Yes. It's going to be a grand old time. <laughs> Perfect. Stuff. Well, thanks for stopping by. We appreciate it. Of course. It. Yes, thank, thank you guys you. for everything you've been doing. Keep up the great work. Proud of y'all. And just excited to see what y'all continue to do in the off season. And just excited for y'all to keep being the awesome people that you are. <laughs> we'll try. see y'all see ya see ya all right uh let's go ahead and you want to roll that video now of some of our funny moments and everything yeah i I have no idea what this is gonna be like i know i saw adam pop in and uh i thought you know he's on the east coast it's a little bit later for him so let's pop him in now and uh get him on out of here so he can go to bedtime even though he's drinking a soda right before bed adam that's not healthy man (laughs) but thank you for not ending the stream as you left which did happen on draft day uh i was on with kramer during draft day uh kramer and uh, andrew rob and adam was there as a guest and he was leaving i think he had to go um to work go to school and uh he goes 
oh no, wrong button. And then it was just, just end stream. It said your live has ended. And we're like, oh no, is Adam working for corporate gambling? <laughs> but uh, he, he mm -hmm. paid, he paid uh, towards mm -hmm. the charity to make amends. So always forgiven. Um, so yeah, let's roll this video of some uh, kind of funny moments. But right. the Tekkens, Tekkens, Texans, <laughs> what am I doing? It sounds like an so. ancient civilization. The Tekkens. Tekkens. You know, like the Aztecs and the, the Tekkens. <laughs> they were mortal enemies until the Aztecs took the Tekkens out. And the Tekkens had to move to Houston and change their name to the Texans to go in hiding. Pretty sure that's how it went down. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in. Clearly, it's been a day for, for both of us. History, <laughs> history. lessons that's from right. Justin. <laughs> that's right. And this is a guy that three years ago, if you could get him for a dollar, you would have. Won your draft probably. He's not on my list. I don't have faith in him. I know you don't. I know it that's why I figured you'd laugh. Year. I figured that's why you'd laugh at me. But I think that was more of you Nathaniel have, Hackett. You have Russ Wilson on your list, but you don't have Lamar Jackson. Correct. I have disbelief in Lamar Jackson this year, and I'm sticking by that. I told you part of my list is gut. Russ Wilson finished 16th last year. My number four is Josh Jacobs. The guy that won't even play. He didn't say – he's just holding out right now. The Raiders want to make it right with him. I He's going to sign. Something's going to happen. They're not going to get rid of one of the best backs in the league because he is. Oh, no, it is the Raiders. They do a lot of dumb shit. They're, that, that just is stupid. It's stupid. My number five is projected to score more points than Joe Burrow. And I'm ready for people to at me. For saying $29 is too high for Joe Burrow, but $28 is okay for Justin Fields. Do I want it to be lower? Yeah, of course. He's But he's projected more than Burrow and Herbert. He's your number five? He's my number five <sighs> at $28. We are like days away or any day now. We should be getting the notification that our glasses yeah. that we need to see are in. Yeah, um, I, I, I've been anxiously awaiting them. <laughs> me too, as I got yet another headache today. And I know it's because I cannot see my screens well enough while I'm working. So I am very anxious to get them as well. <laughs> yes, about about two weeks ago now, we had a... We took dating to another level. <laughs> dating your spouse to another level. I don't know. We had a double date at the eye doctor. <laughs> yeah. Nothing says romance like getting the optics checked. <laughs> I think that we were highly entertaining, though. If you can only imagine me and Justin being ourselves. I think there's quarterbacks with more upside long term mm -hmm. in the draft. And yeah, I just I don't I don't care for the move. I get it. The Packers. I think the Packers won this trade. Because I think they were going to be divorced with Rodgers no matter what. I think so. They I had it gotten was to that pretty point. clear that they're relationship was over yeah it had gotten to that point and oh, gosh i just feel like the jets gave up too much for a guy that i don't think helps them beat the the bills the Bengals, and the chiefs mm -hmm. i don't think he keeps up with those teams no uh, this has to boost alexander madison though right yeah i assume he would take over for cook right unless they draft somebody i think he definitely will um he's shown flashes i don't a lot of people get excited about Alexander Madison. I don't think he's a replacement mm -mm. for Dalvin Cook. He's serviceable, but not a replacement. He's not a replacement. I was in a situation, it wasn't this last season, but where I had to put him in. Yeah, because Cook was injured. It right. just wasn't. It's not the same numbers, and no. it's not lasting. Right, exactly. So um, 
I, I think we're both on the same page that Cook will probably land on another team if he mm-hmm. gets cut. You think the Dolphins, obviously. <laughs> I don't. Um, <laughs> I haven't even had time to think about where he would go, but I guess. <laughs> just go with your gut there, the Dolphins. <laughs> Is that really my gut or just my, well, I don't know what you want to call it. <laughs> go with your gut, your brain fart, whatever you want to call it. He stays fantasy relevant wherever he absolutely. goes, right? Absolutely. As long I, as absolutely. he's healthy. Mm-hmm. Dan Jones is back, I think. Do you think he's back? He's no longer <laughs> Daniel Jones like he looked the first six quarters he's, of play. He's, he's got a split personality. Go! Fake to Barkley to start it. Jones was looking deep. Nothing there, so he'll run it. And an athletic play to stay in bounds and pick up a first down. Johnson will be the best running back on the 49ers by the end of this season. So like a Christian Watson would be like a like a, a wide receiver one. That that that's is spicy. No, that's that is not a rule. That, that is horrible. Nobody would ever say that. Christian Watson, no. Kyle Pitts will be the tight end one this season. We're bouncing back. Let's ride. <laughs> Let's go, Browns. We're gonna take it all the way this year. You just wait and see. We're number one, Browns. Yeah, baby. So Aaron Rodgers is going to lose his job to Zach Wilson or me. I don't care. But he's going to go to California where he's back from, and he's going to become an adult film star because he already said on Hard Knocks, you guys have already seen what I can do. So you know what? He's going to one-up us. He's going to show us really what Hard Knocks is like. I will draft Travis Kelsey before any of those guys. Yes, Every absolutely. single last yes. one of them. This is guy from Fantasy Sports Corp. At the end of this season, we're going to look at Marvin Mims and we're going to say it was all right there in front of us. The early college dominator, the Texas wide receiver yardage records, and Russell likes to vomit in the field. All right there. Obviously, he's going to be a top 12 wide receiver. Keeper's Heart Whiskey, amazing. All right, we're here with the Sports Gambling Podcast Network looking for this year's 2023 hot takes, which will be Justin Fields, quarterback one. People are drafting the wrong rookie running back. Just tried Keeper's Heart, really impressed, really good stuff. Goes down smooth. I liked it a lot, really good. DJ Moore is a top 14 wide receiver. Know anything about fantasy? Just cornhole. So we're gonna say that Darren Wallen's gonna have a big year. Daniel Jones being drafted at 13 on underdog QB 13. He'll finish his QB eight or higher this year. Book it. He's a runner. Brandon Ayuk will outscore Debo Samuel and be a top 15 wide receiver. What's up, Brian Scott, Injured List Podcast, Fantasy Sports Corporation. My take is that Brock Murdy will have a bounce back year and pick up right where he left off. Last season. I'm outside helping my mom load her car with, and you start going in, getting into it. When somebody's a weasel, I am going to call them out. (laughs) I can't help myself. Let me break it down for you. Let me break it down for you. I get a call at 958 from your dad's phone. It's your mother. She wants to know why she can't pick a player up. And she said the player was just dropped. I said, okay, that's why there's a two day claim period. And I just thought, well, I am curious who dropped the player, who this player is. So I just went to the the free agency and there's Jameer Gibbs. 
Sitting Jameer Gibbs. Yes. <laughs> My dad drops him. Yes. And now I look. <laughs> Picks up I was for like, nobody. He well, just that's, drops him. That's, I was like, okay, who did your dad drop Jameer Gibbs for? That's no what one. I thought. And I go and look, 9.53, five minutes before she calls me from your dad's phone. <laughs> she didn't drop him, though. Uh, she says, well, I'm not so sure. Maybe we need to get the deets out of my desk. What's, what's the deal with these cherries? It doesn't look great, does it? No, they're large and charged, <laughs> and they look like a testicle. What is going on okay. with these? I don't know. I find We haven't had cherries for a long time. I bought the Bordeaux cherries for this drink because that's the kind of cherry that we had in it. And they're massive. <laughs> <laughs> And wrinkly, and I don't know. It's Yours some... was on top. That was the top cherry. No, Mine's not wrinkly, but it's uh, massive. <laughs> yeah. I did not realize my cherry was so flat on the bottom half. It's... It is not a testicle. It's a squish testicle. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, did you go stop on. it? Mine is wrinkly, too. I saw it on the other side. Yeah. What's with the... I don't know. What's with the wrinkles? <laughs> okay. Did you eat your ball sack cherry? I did. It tasted more cherry than testiculars. <laughs> I think I don't know, but it's, these I are assume, the biggest cherries I've seen. Yeah, they're they're something, <laughs> um, and that's not the first time she said that. Uh, back to our Costco. This was we a haven't Costco mentioned Costco for a while because I I like maybe it's because I, I didn't or, I peeled the orange peel. Yeah, you're right. That's all that made it good. <laughs> and by the time he was 26, which we said he had to mature quickly, I think for a man that's pretty quickly i know i didn't feel like a full adult till i was 27 and at the time you would have been shots 30. fired but on his business methods he thought excellent whiskey was more than just a pleasant experience for the drinker it was a way to promote good conversation close fellowship and the interchange of good thoughts there's some sort of dried fruit in the mm. taste but i can't it's, wine no, no well wine. <laughs> So those are some good, good moments, uh, some funny things, some bad calls, some good calls. I think it's safe to say we've definitely had a lot of fun. I would say so. Whether it's um, my sass or your sass or just having fun. We're going to have a great time recapping this fantasy football season in the coming weeks because as soon as the <laughs> Russ Wilson, what Russ Wilson's on mine, but you have Russ Wilson, but not Lamar. Yeah. Yeah, you that. had Russ Wilson in your top 10 for QBs this season for your prediction, and you didn't have Lamar Jackson. And Lamar Jackson finished third. Where did Russ Wilson finish? Uh, I have no idea. Have He's no not idea. even starting these last two games. No. He got benched for, <laughs> Where, for... That tells you everything. Yeah. Um, so I guess I shouldn't give... Fields was also not a top 10. Well, he did get injured, but yeah, no, he was not. So um, I guess I shouldn't give... Nick so much shit because Lamar was not on my top 10. No. Russ Wilson was. <laughs> um, there were some other good ones in there. I don't know. Just a lot of good stuff. It's crazy seeing like all the picks and what people thought at the expo. Just so many people, Darren Waller. Yes. So many people thought Darren Waller was going to be so good and all this stuff. That was one of the most common mm -hmm. things we heard. We heard Jameer Gibbs over Bajan Robinson. I think that was true because of coaching. I think Arthur Smith really underutilized Bajan Robinson, but when Bajan got the ball a lot, he looked really good. Yes, which I need to go into. I shouldn't say it's my worst take for fantasy. I don't know necessarily what my worst take is, but this was – I was way off. I'm just going to say that. And by way off, I predicted somebody would be first in their number two, but it's in significant enough. It's yeah. tight end position. Sam Laporte, I already said Sam Laporta was my best call for fantasy this year. I was grabbing him in preparation for future years. He yeah. finished tight end one. Travis Kelsey, I was taking him as my first draft pick 
in non-auction leagues. And he did finish tight end too. Yeah. But he had so many weeks but that there were, were not top 10. Yes. And that was not like him. It was not what I expected. Well, he just so, couldn't shake it off. <laughs> Look at you. So I was, I don't know. I so thought he was going to be tight in one. I'm not yeah. disappointed Sam Laporta is because I have Sam Laporta. Right, yeah. I have Kelsey and Laporta in leagues. And a lot so. cheaper, too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, those are some of the fun shorts that we did and just fun moments from episodes, some of the expo stuff, which was awesome. It was so fun at the expo. And, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, hopefully we get to do the expo again next year. We had the weasel com- uh, conversation in there. <laughs> the the infamous cherries were in there. Oh man! While we're waiting for our next guest, he said about ten minutes or so. Do you want to start going through? Like, how do you want to do this? This is okay. So let's just take it. We like we said, if you were here at the beginning, we, in honor of our hundredth episode, we're taking our hundred proof whiskeys. Justin brought ten to the table. We I got him talked down to seven because ten whiskeys mm-hmm. on the show. First of all. I have learned it's almost like when Wine you go gone, on winery so tours. Remember, we need yeah. to bring back our annual um, winery. Whiskey? I don't want to do wine anymore. I, well, I haven't drank wine in. in I'll drive in a I while. Guess. I'll drive. <laughs> um, but you can't. You try too many, and it's yeah, it's overwhelming. It's, it overwhelms right. your palate. It's not. Pretty soon, you don't My know what's good, what's not. You buy a bottle because oh, that's mm-hmm. so good. You get home, and you and wanted it, to have three more here. Yeah, I don't think it was an overkill by any means. Um, maybe you just drank them too slowly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so how do you want to do this? You want me to tell you what? No, 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 no. I thought my number one rank was. Or... No, no. I want you to let's go down and like let's start with your number one. What I have in your number one cup. Okay. Tell me what you think it is. Balcones Texas Rye. Hold your horses. Well, you you asked. I know, but I got to get the sheet. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. Am I wrong? You are wrong. Wow, I thought I had that one pegged. So you thought it was your the Balcones Texas Rye. Yeah. And where did you have that? Should we do our rankings after? Let's go through and identify. Okay. Well, I got to write down here so I know. But what what was it? No, let's let me tell. Oh. No, let's go ahead and do the rankings. Okay, this makes sense. This okay, way. I had it ranked third. Third. Yes. Well, what you really drank was Savage and Cook's ah, bourbon. Really finished in cab. Uh oh. And so you have that ranked as your number three out of these whiskeys. Yeah. This is also really hard to rank these because these are all such great. They are. Whiskeys. Yeah, it's a little like um, Sophie's Choice. Um, yeah. How about but, you, how about you, or do you want to go through all mine, then we'll go through yours? Whichever. When you want to do. Go ahead and tell me what you thought your number one was and two what bar. you had it ranked. Two bar. Incorrect. I am incorrect. I had it ranked number one. Interesting. It was Savage and Cook's Rye. Oh well, it still fits for yeah, <laughs> number I mean, you one. Really like that one. I do. Oh, I, it was to me that one was the most drinkable. Like I could just sit there and sip it. Yeah. And that was Savage and Cook's Rye. Savage and Cook's Rye. All right. Number two, I thought was Uncle Nearest's (laughs) Rye. It was two bar bottle and bond. What? Oh my gosh. (laughs) I have to re-rank it now. It doesn't deserve to be where I ranked it. Oh. Unbelievable. Um, I had it ranked seventh. And I love oh. I love two bars bottled See, and bond. I told you um when you try this many, I don't know. 
Yeah. All right. My number two I had is Uncle Nearest Rye. Uh, it close. It's Uncle, Uncle Nearest. Nearest 1856. Oh my gosh. I yeah, so you were very close there. Oh, are uh, is that a higher rye? No, that's a hundred. No. Oh, it's an American whiskey or Tennessee, I know. Yeah. I wonder what the mash bill is. I'm not sure. We need to go back and figure that. Out. I had that rank number four. Interesting. Well, we are surprising ourselves <laughs> here. Number three, I had, which I know is incorrect. I had it as Savage and Cook's bourbon. What was it? Falcone's Texas Rye. Really? Yes. See, I thought I knew Balcones' taste so well. I ranked it second, though. Uh-huh. It's my second ranked. I thought. Okay, your second ranked. Yep. All right, three for you. What do you think three was? Ball and Bond, um, the Foundry, the correct the American, American whiskey malts, the collab with you Boulevard. Nailed that one. I nailed that one. Yep. Okay, I could. I knew it right away. Um, it's distinct to me. I'm not. Anyone who knows me knows I'm not a huge beer drinker. Right. And I picked up on it right away. They yes. nailed that collab. Like it's a good collab. Yes. Um, I don't dislike it, but I prefer other whiskeys over it. Right. None of these I dislike. No. Um, I'm so shocked that I put two bar at seven though, because I love that two bar and I don't. That was your seventh. Yeah. I don't drink it because um, we can't get it here. I know. See, I think. But if- I like it a lot. It I depends mean. on. So, what did you try to? Let me see here. See, I put that one after a Savage and Cook. I probably shouldn't have because I think that Savage and Cook being finished in wine casks throws a little, throws the taste. I should have, I almost saved them for the end, but then I thought when you got to them, it would be very distinct. Yeah. That you were trying something finished sure. in a wine cask. That could be, yeah. Because to me, well, obviously not because I didn't pick out Savage and Cook rye as my number one but i picked it as my number one ranked i just didn't identify it um number four for me yeah foundry no you're looking at that look at this i am oh that's uncle near are you kidding me no uncle nearest right i did too uncle nearest right i had it ranked fourth i still don't think you did it right you mixed them up what'd you have it for uh savage and cook which one? This would be their bourbon. That's correct. Two in a row for you. Damn. I have that as my number three. Number three. Sounds good. Should we bring on our guest now or do you want to keep going through these? We can do it. Are you going to keep track of where we are? We're at four for both of us. So okay. why don't we bring on our guest? We'll Let's pick this, this up afterwards. We'll finish the whiskey rankings. Yeah, you, you likely all know this guy. He's on the college basketball experience, the college football experience, the USFL gambling podcast, the XFL gambling podcast. He's on the sports gambling podcast. Is there any place he isn't? Um, I, I, I He's on old fashioned football now and he's been here before <laughs> yes. in our uh, when we talked about some college players because nobody knows college football like this guy does. You can find him on X at the Colby D. Introducing Pick Dundee, Colby. What's going on, man? How are you guys doing? And I appreciate oh, you guys having muted. me on the show. Muted. Oh, am oh, I you're not muted. Oh, I'm muted. You're oh. muted. I had you muted. <laughs> that, look, my my wife's had me muted for a few years now, so uh, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. How's so it going? selective uh, hearing. Yeah. 
<laughs> how, how are you guys doing? Happy New Year. I'm working with a Lost Republic bourbon, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to actually... Hang on one second. I'm going to try to get rid of my background so that you can see what I am drinking here. Yes, there we go. Ooh. Nice. So Lost Republic bourbon here. Now, I know you guys are big into the bourbon scene, obviously old-fashioned football podcast, but I also... Yeah. I, I did want to also bring on a couple other things that I, I drink. So I, yeah. I do have a few, a few surprises. It's kind of me, uh, you know, ad libbing some stuff here, but ha have you had anyone else on here outside of the, the whiskey world? It, yeah. Like, 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 you mean guests? Yeah. I'm saying like, like outside of, Essentially, like I know, normally you do, you know, distillery stuff like that. Vodka, like right. I'm talking about, like cocktailing, like um, a a a a bloody mary, essentially. No, we haven't. The no. the only like uh, spirits related that we've had on that's not just whiskey would be uh, Luke Castle. He owns a store, a spirits. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, but I'm we did have Dylan Carney with Savage and Cook, and he is known on social media as the whiskey Jesus. And he like makes all kinds of cocktails. And he sent us his homemade absinthe. Yes. Which is pretty sweet. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Yes. That sounds incredible. Uh, yeah. well you guys, I, I, I don't know. I feel like, you know, but I bartended for like probably 15 years before, uh, before making the, the strong transition to sports gambling podcast network. Um, <laughs> Uh, so I, I, I just love making cocktails and I, I, I love whiskey on the rocks, which I'll start with, but I'm, a, I am an Irishman. So I am going to break a cardinal rule while we're talking here is I'm going to transition from a whiskey to a bloody Mary. What? <laughs> it's a little late for bloody Mary's, isn't it? That's a morning drink. <laughs> you're not, I mean, you're, aren't you, aren't you Irish? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we, we have Irish late. in us. Never too late, too late to, you know, no. I don't Touché. I've never really gone by rules in my life, so um <laughs> not going to start now. Um so I'm starting off with this with this uh bourbon here, Lost Republic. Mm -hmm. I think I asked you the other night if you had had it. So uh uh you're th I, I I think you hadn't, but I'm going to have to send you some uh, buddy because I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I love a bunch of the ones, uh, on the, on the bourbon trail there, but, um, yeah. I, where, are I, they, where are they located? They Kentucky. They are, yeah, this is, uh, actually, no, no, no. This one is, is in, how do I pronounce this town? Healdsburg? Healdsburg. Um, yeah, well, it's in California, actually, so I'm talking out of my ass a little bit. Um, but uh, the Bourbon Trail I, of California. <laughs> you, 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 you haven't been? No. <laughs> Add it to our list. Yep. Yeah, uh, you come out here. I'll take you on our Bourbon Trail. And uh, yeah, but but anyway, how you guys doing? I'm sorry to bomb, bombard your show with a bunch of shit, but I just uh, oh no, you're no. good. Yeah. We welcome it. Yeah, um, we're doing good. We uh, we've been sampling our hundred proofs and we had seven of them. I brought up 10 from downstairs. Miranda said that was too many. We cut so it to seven. We're going <laughs> to, um, and we're blind tasting them. Mm -hmm. Like she poured mine and my, my glasses are numbered. I poured hers and we're trying to guess what they are and ranking them so far. I don't think I've got a single one right out of four. You've gotten two out of four. Correct. So obviously somebody's doing better at this than me. 
<laughs> I love how you said so. I went downstairs. Like you know, I pick. Have you ever seen the movie Tremors? Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember the house with all the guns? Yeah. The house with all the, that 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 is essentially I know like I did a sh I, I do a show with Jay Mark uh, come spring football season and I just get the feeling that like when the zombies come we're all trying to find Jay Mark's house and oh uh, or, we do have go bags no, yeah this we've had go bags for they've got masks and everything for real that's this what I'm talking about I just was like okay Justin you do you you just do this I'll accept it. We even got extra filters for our gas masks. It's not just uh, we're not going to run out of that first filter and, and be and dead. If in the movie Tremors, they're all trying. Like I remember, I think it's Reba McIntyre that says, "Honey," she's talking to her husband. She's like, "Honey, it's time to break out the elephant gun, right?" And uh, th that's what I expect. That's what I expect. Uh, you know, if if I'm running from the zombies, I'm like, I need to get to to you know J Mark's house because they got the elephant gun. Um but not only uh, that we can help you forage. Yeah. When uh, when in an apocalypse, we know whatever about we're... foraging. Um and we got plenty of whiskey. <laughs> That's what I was wondering. So what's the look, I uh I have a, a son on the way. My mother yes, is coming. No, congratulations. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And uh my mother who really doesn't fly. She flew out one time uh, to, you know, in the past five years, but she's coming out again uh, to see uh, our son. So once our son gets born, God willing. And, uh, and uh, she, I'm, I'm trying to get rid of the big alcohol collection I have. So I don't look like Nicholas cage and leaving Las Vegas. Um, <laughs> And, and so, so I was curious, uh, how many bottles do you normally work with there at uh, say the tremors house here? What, how many bottles do you got downstairs? <laughs> so I, I think... can tell you, go ahead. We did like a, well, I'm, I've been like a blanket hoarder and wish I'm going to tie this into the whiskey. Don't worry. <laughs> and at the beginning of the year, I was, I was purging blankets going through, we counted 55 like blankets, like throw blankets and just blankets. I got rid of <laughs> like over half of no, them. Yeah. Okay. And I have not, that was on my new do not buy list this year. I had more whiskey at the time. We also <laughs> counted, we did not purge our whiskey, no. <laughs> but we counted and we had more whiskey bottles than blankets in the house. And it, whiskey also, despite our podcast, made it onto our do not buy list for 2023. Unless it was for the and podcast. And we ended up finding all these mm. loopholes throughout the year. It was like, well, we're on vacation, so the do not buy list Can't doesn't apply. Yeah. Oh, we Honey, and... it's a write-off. Honey, it's a write-off. <laughs> yeah. All right. And we ha we've had distillers send them to us. Yeah, we're grateful for that. We have more, but we're I over a hundred. We're well over a hundred. Yeah, it's we've got you covered. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, that's what, you. look. I know a lot of people dream of like, you know, when I retire, I get to Bora Bora or something. No. It's your guys' house. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's that's my goals. It's yeah. secure. You can live off the land. All right. I did right. one time. One time, uh, J Mark here was uh, was late for a podcast, or maybe I was late for the podcast. Probably me being late for the podcast, and he's like, "Sorry, I was putting in my driveway." You know what I mean? Like, or putting in some trees, or doing something that I was just like, "Wow." This is, a he's doing like real man stuff. You know what I mean? Like, real man yeah. Yeah. Loading the wood like, burner. I was late once because I was loading the wood burner to heat the house. Um, 
yeah, yeah we, when we got the driveway i was shoveling rocks onto the driveway because we finally just had the guy drop them and just drop it and then we put it's it like, where we wanted you're not it. doing this right just drop a pile there we'll mm -hmm. take care of it <laughs> we're really big do-it-yourselfers yeah yeah um, well i have royal rumble rankings for everything in life and yeah. <laughs> i have both of you being able to destroy the rest of SGPN in the Royal Rumble <laughs> rankings, but just because you guys do hard labor, you're on like a farm. Yeah, we've been in LA apartments for a lot. You know, not all of us, but a, a lot of us have. You know, you can tell when you do the old handshake. You know what I mean? If someone, if someone's worthy for sure. uh, of 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 being, you know, at the top of the Royal Rumble rankings, and you know, I think if you if you if you shake our hands, you're gonna be like, yeah, we got these guys. You know what I mean? So, uh, Love it. but hold on. One thing I wanted to do here. I'm gonna sip the whiskey, and I'm yeah. gonna break rules. I'm gonna break rules, and 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 I I do see the chat. Shout out special shout out and happy new year to Kathy Mark. <laughs> That's right. A rule breaking Irishman. Who would have thunk it? <laughs> yes. So I grew up in, in the Washington DC area. I lived in DC, mm -hmm. Maryland, Virginia. They call that the DMV. Have a, have a, either of you been? You have. I have been, I've uh, been to the stadium there to see guns and roses actually. Wow. Yeah. Uh, the FedEx are we talking about? What are we talking about? What stadium? I, the, whatever the command, who are the commanders, the Redskins yeah. stadium. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's Thank FedEx you. field Thank now. You. I don't Thank know. Thank you. If I'm going to be a guest on your show, I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> and uh, um, okay, so did you spend some time in Maryland, maybe along the ocean by a chance? Did not make it there. No. Okay. We were we. I was with some buddies, and we were fly fishing some trout streams. So we were more kind of up in the mountains. Kind of wake up, you hear the the bear walking on the the paveway, and you look out your tent, and you're like, eh, I'm sure he won't bother us. That type of deal. Gotcha. Uh, <laughs> by the way, I can tell you a story uh, off air of me bartending on Guns N' Roses. Um, really? Yes, for the most part. I think like 80% of the band. Yeah. But, That's awesome. Uh, so... Now, we 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 got to bring you over. We have to do a meet and greet at some point in in DC or Maryland. But if if people listen to this, they might be able to know that Maryland seafood. I would argue over New Orleans all day, right? Maryland crabs. We do the Old Bay seasoning. Have you mm -hmm. guys ever had Old Bay seasoning by chance? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, uh, one thing my brother did for me because I haven't been back in a while is and he lives in north carolina now nc nick he i host yep. the college football experience with him and he sent me he, he he has to go to maryland a lot for for work so i had told him that i had saw this uh and i have got to try this but he had uh sent me old bay vodka right oh my <laughs> goodness from maryland right interesting so so i mean I honestly, this is how much I love Old Bay. I could just go old school like this. <laughs> like Polly from Rocky. I could yeah. do that. But um, and because I love Old Bay, I love that flavor. They actually mm -hmm. have they actually have it in like Lay's potato chips forms in Maryland. But one of the things I love to do is for a Bloody Mary, as I'm gonna concoct the Bloody Mary as we're talking now. <laughs> um 
and I'm an extreme fan of spice. That's why I walk around with heartburn. Um, <laughs> and what I do is with my, with my, uh, bloody Marys, I pretty much throw as much spice as you can find into the bloody Mary. Okay. So, so note to self, Colby would love my Carolina Reaper salsa. Yes, probably, probably. There's only a couple that go so far on the other side of the fence to me, like Dave's insanity. Have you ever had Dave's insanity? Um, I don't think so, but I've had some that are too far. This is, yes. we, we made this one out of mm -hmm. Carolina Reapers and tomatoes we grew. And, oh, wow. uh, it's like the perfect, like, oh my God, that's really freaking hot. But, but then it's like, oh, this nice is really, taste. it's good. Yeah. Cause it's my, it's my mom's salsa recipe and we grew, you had the reaper plant and we got three reaper peppers off of it this year. And in all a half. he wanted to make this and I, I don't want to waste my tomatoes on a salsa. Nobody can eat. But we, uh, so we made a smaller batch, but it, yeah. it was actually really it good. Really good. Really good. Part of, so next year, a bigger batch. Part of the, the I'm going to send you guys. Can I send you guys crop to grow and just send it back to me? <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> because that's, that's yes. what I'm saying. I don't think you guys realize it. I've been in LA so long that I'm like, I dream of like, just like a, a four by eight area to, uh, to, <laughs> to just, to just do something like that. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I love spice. One of the mm -hmm. things though, that uh, as I, I mean, I'm 40 and uh, I used to not have heartburn. So I, I pretty, but I, I fight it. I fight it all day because the, you know, people say, Oh, you, you, you have heartburn. You shouldn't, you shouldn't have this. And I go, I am, as you can imagine, <laughs> they're still the Washington Redskins to me. So I fight it. <laughs> I fight it hard. All right. Um, but yeah, so I throw Tabasco. I pretty much though, if if I uh, did this perfectly correct, like if I was back bartending, I would mm -hmm. actually grab like a habanero pepper or something and cut it up and dice it up and throw it in there. But essentially I, I'll throw in Tabasco, but I also even throw in like, uh, I don't know if you guys have this. This is kind of like a Mexican thing. Oh okay. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, Kobe thinks we live way out in the middle of nowhere. Thinks we don't have tahini <laughs> or obey. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, when we bay, take the mules, most Californians the don't even know Old Bay. Most Californians, I'm like, you don't, have, you don't, you don't put Old Bay on your on your seafood. I'm like, what the fuck are you guys doing here? Um, but um, so I, I throw that all together, right? And you know. I'm actually going, it's not going to be as good as I could make it because one of the things I would like to do is I even will throw like, I'll even cut up one little tiny thing of garlic, throw it in oh, there. Nice. Right. Yeah. Uh, and I'll also get the olives going. Like yes. I don't have all that at my house. I just have like, you know, it's, it's somewhat nice, but it's not like I've worked at some, some really nice bars before. So it's like they had more stuff coming in. So yeah. Yeah, sure. Would you walk, I, and, would you wear gloves while you cut the jalapeno? No, but uh, but but I can okay. kind of make the rules. At, at a hotel, when I worked at the hotel, I would have to. Uh, yeah. But but another thing I like to do is is a little bit of lemon juice, right? Mm -hmm. But yeah. so then you concoct yourself this lovely Bloody Mary, nice. and I highly encourage people if they haven't had Old Bay vodka. Because like I, I, I didn't either. I didn't know it was a thing either. My brother, I mean, I, like I said, I'd seen it like in the past, in the past, a year ago. If you had asked me that question, I wouldn't know. Yeah. But as someone that loves Old Bay, it's like a Bloody Mary, but with an Old Bay finish, 
and it's absolutely fantastic. So nice. I, uh, next time my brother goes up there or if I visit, uh, cause my brother re- relocated to North Carolina. Yep. I'll have to get you guys one. Yeah. All right. Do a little and obey I, and a little bacon fat wash bourbon. Yeah. Bloody Mary. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Now, now have, <laughs> you guys in the Midwest, I, I, I know that I'm making a pretty arrogant comment by saying uh, Milwaukee and mm. Iowa are close together. Well, five and a half hours. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. The Bloody Marys I've had in Milwaukee or Wisconsin in general are almost too much, but I still appreciate that they care that much about alcohol. Did do you two like Bloody Marys? Yeah. I, I, I do a lot more than you do. But I, well, I enjoy it once in a yeah. while. Okay. Yeah. The 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 things I've saw in uh in, in the great state of Wisconsin, which I, I do appreciate the amount of alcohol the great state <laughs> of Wisconsin puts down. Right. Um I did a co- last time I was there it was like a month before COVID. And uh, I did a comedy show and I went and saw the Packers play the Redskins. Um and, but I was in Milwaukee doing stand up, and some fans of the college experience happened to show up there like a, more than I ever get in LA. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and they took me to a couple different bars. Shout out to Landon Renard and a few other fans that, that, uh, that took me to a few. But first off, they took me to a bar where you could, uh, you, it was like the series Deadwood or something. You can pour the bottle, meaning like you show up and you say, Hey, you have your bottle on the shelf. They mm-hmm. give it to you. And it's like, you've been renting space essentially. And boom. And Jeffrey Dahmer's bottle is still there. Really? A Jameson <laughs> bottle from Jeffrey Dahmer in like, which is kind of creepy, but at the same time, that's the, that's the drinking culture. They, they, they actually still have it up there. Um, but I experienced that. And then I went to have their bloody Mary's the next day, their mm-hmm. bloody Mary's. They put like a cheeseburger in their bloody Mary. It's actually, yeah. yep. it's one of the craziest <laughs> things I've ever seen. No, you get like bloody Mary's here. You get, you'll get like a celery stick. Um, you'll get a bacon, bacon or a beef and... jerky stick with an olive, a pickle, a pepper, Sometimes a like cheese, 24 bucks, but you get a meal with it. Can we talk about this for a second? <laughs> how, how do, how do we feel? I love the olive thing. I'm a big mm-hmm. fan of olives. I love the pepper in the bloody Mary. Yeah. I'm even okay with the cheese, even though I don't think I would necessarily need it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But the cheeseburger, throw in a cheeseburger or, or, or uh beef jerky. Yeah. Now bake bacon. I'm in bacon. bacon I'm in. Is, yeah. I like yeah. the bacon ones. Yeah. Um, so where do you draw but, the line? Is the question. Where I mean, where is it like? Some, what's that? Some sides with it are okay. Uh, a full meal with it, yeah, not needed. Like you yeah. get the big um, uh, pork loin in in one one place. You remember seeing that? That's in Iowa. It comes with literally a giant pork loin on top of it. Not needed. Yeah. If I want a pork loin, I'll order a pork loin. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's like now, now we have, now we have a competition. I feel like going on, it, at yeah. least in my mind, uh, where every place you go to it, and I found this to be kind of big in the Midwest. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, not only Wisconsin, but I also I went to a few places in Chicago and stuff where it's like they're in a uh, like a dick measuring contest for who can put the most shit in a Bloody Mary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm and I'm just like I just kind of love Bloody Marys. I don't need. <laughs> all this stuff right you know what i mean like we were we're getting a little crazy now I, yes you know I, I was okay with a couple things but now i feel like we're thelma louise we're driving off the fucking grand canyon here um <laughs> but i don't know i'm curious your thoughts but anyway so i made this i know i'm breaking rules i know i'm breaking rules i have whiskey and i have bloody mary but i wanted to cheers a hundred episodes I'm out of alcohol, but yeah, cheers. You can sip okay. on one well, of mine. I'll drink That's the problem when you put me as the last guest. You know what I mean? Right? I, or, or I put myself as the last guest. Either <laughs> either or. Um, but anyway, I appreciate you guys. And, well, uh, we appreciate yes, you. Yes, we do. Um, I I feel like I was sort of getting the, the podcast stuff down because we had started our show and whatnot. But when I joined the XFL Gambling Podcast... With you and CJ, I feel like what I learned from that was comfortability behind the mic because you guys are so good at just being comfortable and just being yourselves. You don't care what the hell you say. Um, You don't care how you sound when you say it. And people love it. I mean, you you guys are hysterical. And I feel like I, I learned, even you mentioned that you could tell like I was starting to just get kind of a different vibe or comfortability. And I, I truly think that a lot of that was working with you guys because you're both so good behind a mic. Well, well, uh, thank you. I will tell, I will clip that and send that to my wife uh, and my mom and say, told you, told you all those, uh, I told you, I told you I have talent, but, um, uh, no man. I mean, look, I try to tell this to anyone like, uh, any, anyone, you know, if you start off just doing anything, whether it's shooting a free throw, you're not going to be good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't think we have this uh, exceptional talent. Uh, I appreciate the gesture, but I just think we've also thrown our face inside of a mic or in front of a mic, uh, not inside of a mic. I don't think, <laughs> but um, maybe uh, for, for a long time. And to me, the, the more you do it, the more, but I do strongly believe in be yourself. Uh, yeah. And I, and I can, I can, uh, you know, I just think that sells in general. I think when you turn on the TV, you see a lot of people that are not themselves mm-hmm. that are trying to impress their bosses. And I don't, I don't believe in that formula. I don't believe yeah. in that formula. I just think you have to be yourself and let the chips fall where they may. And that's why I think this show, I, I was telling my wife about the show pre episode mm-hmm. and I was saying, you know, it's you two, uh, husband and husband and wife doing a show, getting a, getting guests on and talking football, but yet also promoting, you know, uh, whiskey slash distilleries, I guess. And, uh, I, I think it's a, it's an awesome idea. And I, I think it's, it's only grown and it's going to grow more. And, uh, she even said, well, first off my wife, Colombian, she said, does she drink whiskey? Because my and wife he said, goes, like a fish. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and my, because my wife goes, oh no, if like they, you know, I'll have wine or mm-hmm. rum. You got to remember, she's from Colombia, so mm-hmm. yeah. whiskey. Like me introducing her to whiskey, she's still just like, what? Why would you get? I'm on fire. <laughs> you know what I mean? Why would you do this? Um, right. There's no sugar. I mean, there is sugar in it. That's what I try to tell her. I go, there is mm-hmm. sugar yeah. in here. Yeah, it just tastes different than rum. But, uh, but yeah. But anyway, she was like, I, I think that that's uh, a hit, 
That's a that's a hit of a podcast. Uh, it has me intrigued, and I don't even know anything about football. So, well, uh, yeah, you. I thought I thought the idea was great, and I think you guys are you guys got something, and uh, a got something from the podcast form, but also obviously husband and wife. Congrats! How many years have you guys been married? Eleven and some months. <laughs> oh, so eleven call, years. Not only am I using the Tremors house, I am uh, calling you guys because I'm only. What three three years now? Yeah. Just about two, yeah. So two and a half years, three years. So any any advice? Uh, uh, I'm gonna be calling J Mark. You might want to just go ahead and block my number now because <laughs> I don't. I break rules. I don't pay attention to hours. And uh, if it might be four in the morning, yeah. and yeah. So anyway, but no. My, you guys my advice awesome. is learn to say yes, honey. You're right. Uh, <laughs> There we go. Yeah, there communication. We go. Communication. Real yeah. advice is just communication. Yeah. Communication <laughs> is key. Uh, by the way, my mother says, "Happy New Year, Colby. You will be a great dad." Thank you. Thank you. And, and uh, my dad, he has a barbecue vodka. I don't know if you've had that before. I have not. And and see, this is. And I'm curious, your guys' take on this. Um, I bartended for so long. Prior to bartending, I was kind of just. I mean, I would get drunk like an idiot, but I mean, I would, uh, I kind of love everything. People always ask me like, what do you choose? And I go, it depends on my mood, depends on my mood. Like, uh, mm -hmm. so I, I, I have a, a, you know, uh, one day it might be a margarita. The next, I, I would say whiskey is majority, majority yeah. of the days, but I, I kind of like everything. Is there anything that you two don't touch? Tequila for the most tequila part. Tequila is only Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, tequila is only I make on Cinco de Mayo. Some mean margaritas. Homemade margs over here are really good. Um, I don't uh, know. What about mezcal? Do you do is mezcal off that list then? Ooh, mezcal is really good in an old fashioned. There's some specific restaurants that make mm -hmm. a mezcal old fashioned, and it is phenomenal for somebody that doesn't like. I know that's not true tequila, but for somebody that doesn't really like tequila, the smokiness of mezcal it's a, makes a it's really good old good. fashioned. We've had some really good ones. Yeah. <clears throat> See, for me, the only thing that is out of bounds, I think, is champagne. Yeah. I'm not. Champagne is New Year's Eve. <laughs> That's it. Well, I don't toast. even. I don't even. I, I, I don't even like doing that. To tell you the truth, I was at New Year's Eve the other night and a, mm -hmm. uh, a dinner, and someone gave me that, and I was just like, eh, you know, uh, <laughs> thank you. I didn't finish. I think yeah. I gave mine. I did the cheers with everybody. Yeah, and then, uh, and I took a drink after the cheers, yeah. but then I I did. I passed um, mine to somebody. I mean, we used to drink quite a bit of wine, and we really don't drink wine anymore. Not since we started this podcast. Yeah, it's crazy. For me, yeah. I mean, it's almost always whiskey. Um, but kind of to I, your I, point, I still um, love wine. I didn't mean to cut you yeah. off, but I'm saying like, but yes, anyway, go continue on. I'm sorry. I was going to say, um, kind of to your point though, you said it depends on your mood. Whiskey is that for me. Like so many times people, oh, you have a podcast. What's your favorite whiskey? It's like, I can't just pick one favorite whiskey. I mean, every different night I could be wanting something a little bit different in the whiskey mm -hmm. that I'm having. So I mean, that's just for me, rather than having like different types of alcohols, I just have different whiskeys that I like. Especially when we get into all these craft distilleries, all these yeah, crafts. Some of the craft distilleries are yeah. amazing. Your aunt wanting to know if you pass the uh, champagne to her, her underage daughter, I think. That's what she asked. <laughs> I, I get my I lips are sealed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, but yeah, I mean, 
I don't do a lot of I don't do a lot of vodka unless it's a Bloody Mary. Rum, I guess, would be mm-hmm. mine. I don't think yeah. I go for pina any- coladas oh. with the floaters of Myers Dark. In, if we're in Florida, we <laughs> gotta have pina coladas with the floater of Myers Dark. Yeah. So I mean there's always a place and time for a pina colada. There like is. I said, <laughs> you 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 think I think you might have the perception, uh, especially uh uh J-, J Mark here, uh of you know, you think probably I wouldn't like that. I, I do. And uh yeah, now, <laughs> Now I will say this. See, have you? And I'm curious. I'm going to ask you, you two, this. Have you found your? I spent so many years bartending that I kind of went in, like, I okay. I started out. If you probably were to look at, you know, I started probably started bartending at like 23 years old, right? Mm-hmm. And I went all the way till I was like 38, right? And uh, I hated gin from the start. Hated gin. Uh, hated vodka unless it was a Bloody Mary, right? Mm-hmm. And over time, I guess you could probably throw tequila at, at a certain point in there, probably right around there, but uh, with the exception of margaritas. And over time, because I was bartending, I get, I would get like introduced. I worked at some really big time places in Beverly Hills and stuff, and you get introduced to like unbelievable uh, stuff. You know what I mean? I, you yeah. have really rich people buy you something and uh, I worked at a family owned restaurant at one point in my life where they would let me, they would let me consume. <laughs> they would say, if someone goes to buy you, you can have it. And I was like, really? Nice. All right. <laughs> I, I'm a hell, I can be a hell of a salesman. Right. Um, so, uh, but, but no, I tried. So, so, so it, you know, it, it kind of ended up getting educated on, on gin, tequila and, and, uh, gin tequila and 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 vodka so prior to that i was kind of just like a rum and coke or or whiskey coke or whiskey on the rocks type of guy yeah uh but that now i find myself like i said i think whiskey's the one number one seed if i had to like an ncaa tournament here but Mm -hmm. i i I actually have really learned to appreciate the others but especially vodka especially vodka I didn't ever thought I'd be a, I think I would be a vodka guy, but I, I end up drinking vodka rocks. If it's good vodka, if it's bad vodka, <laughs> uh, you know, you can really miss, you know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas I feel like whiskey, whiskey, you could still like, we could have a bad whiskey and I'd still be like, oh, I'm fine. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we could do this. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you, you, you enter the, the vodka world, you get a bad vodka. It could you could end up, uh, you know, taking the whole place hostage, but, um, <laughs> uh, anyway, that, that's, that's for me. And that, that's when, so when J Mark said he hates vodka, I would actually, I don't like I said, I'm going to try my best and I want him to hold me to this as we, we enter the spring football season, but I'm going to try my best to get him on the, I'm going to send, send this, but also there are certain vodkas that I, I think are fantastic that I think, uh, you know, is I, UV blue one of them? Uh, you, UV, why, why do you, oh, first off is, 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 ha, have they been on the show before I, uh, okay. No, we, no. we okay. brought them up, we brought them up earlier. Cause we were talking about absinthe and my first experience with absinthe was in college. You're supposed to mix it with water. We were dumb college kids and we said, mix with water. Let's try UV blue. And the night did not end well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, see, that's what I was. I, see, I was going to bury them, but I, I didn't know if they were a, a, like a previous guest of the show. No. Uh, so I was like, wait a second. I can't, I can't. Uh, but I, I'll say this. How about moonshine? How do you two feel about moonshine? 
Yeah, I mean, we've had some good we've moonshine. Had, yeah, we've tried some. Yeah. I don't know if I know a lot of different moonshines, though. No, but um, your parents' neighbor at their cabin makes some homemade oh, moonshine yes. that was pretty good stuff. Mm-hmm. We have a fan of, uh, on SGP named Weehawk on Twitter. Shout out to Weehawk, uh, who sent us... And maybe we could now. I don't know if this was. I think I have to do a deeper dive on if this was his own concoction or. But he lives in the hills of the Carolinas, mm-hmm. over by Tennessee. Um, I think, Cullowhee, North Carolina. If I'm pronouncing that correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, I hadn't had moonshine since college, and I purposely would avoid it because of my experiences in college. <laughs> All right. and, and you got to remember in college, you kind of just drink anything, right? Right. So yeah. I, I didn't know that there was actually like, I mean, I guess I never, I just always thought, no, that's straight alcohol. I don't want it. Right. Right. <laughs> well, he, you know, he sent us some without us really asking. He was just like, Hey, I'm sending you guys a gift. It was uh, and he told me it was going to be a Western Carolina. He, he's by the university of Western Carolina. He's like, I'm going to send you a Western Carolina t-shirt. And uh, I thought he was only sending us that. And I thought that was very nice. But then I, I open up the box and I get a, a thing of, of moonshine, of shine, he calls it. Shine, and yeah. I, I didn't even know how to properly drink it because I was, you know, the last time it was like, oh, it's a bunch of college kids. We're just, you know. Right from the mason like jar. idiots. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he, he, yeah, he sent it in a mason jar too. And yeah. it, was, it had an X. It's still in the studio, actually. It has an X on the top of it, but it's actually really good. Like huh. it's really good. So I, I'm going to see maybe if if he could. A, I want to know if if he concocted this uh, or you know created this thing. Yeah. Uh, made this himself, but also maybe maybe we can uh, send you guys a batch because as our connoisseurs. Yeah, that's our alcohol go. connoisseurs. <laughs> um, I, I uh, would love to uh, maybe, and maybe we can even get him on. Who knows if he made it? Maybe, yeah. maybe we can. If not, then, then damn it. We'll find out who made it. But. That's right. <laughs> I keep, uh, keep telling Miranda, I need a little still to, to make my own shine. And I think she's worried. I'm going to drink the heads or tails, which they say will make you blind. Uh, according to my dad, <laughs> I've had real Tennessee moonshine. I actually remember that now. Yes. Um, one of his uh, drivers uh, uh, brought uh, it. Yes. Wait, according to your dad, like you're a child and like, he's just like, he's crying again. <laughs> Give him the bottle. Give him the, Give him the bottle. Te- he's teething. This helped yeah. me as a kid. <laughs> oh, uh, one of his drivers brought it from Tennessee and it yeah. was real moonshine. I remember that now. Was that when we got engaged? It might've been. I when think we it engaged. was. Yeah. Cause my grandma was going back for more. Was that the moonshine? Uh, I don't remember. Or was that, that was a different it? moonshine? I don't know. So apparently we've had more moonshine than I originally remembered. <laughs> Um, all the moonshine we've had has made my memory bad. I think. No, that's kind of how it works. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm thankful for the moonshine that I had because it deleted my memories too. And uh, yeah. like I said, uh, not the recent moonshine. The mo- recent moonshine actually is quality, but the I'm glad. I think one time yeah. I woke up in bushes, uh, which you know, checking out the uh, the mulch. I'm a big big fan of mulch. You know what I mean? So. You know, yeah, moonshine. Mo- yeah. Drink, drink moonshine if you like. If you like mulch, <laughs> <laughs> excellent selling point. Uh, Colby, thanks so much for popping on. We yes, appreciate it. You. We appreciate your support. Um, I'm stealing another one of yours because I drank the other one while Colby was talking. Sorry. Oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> let's let's do that. Cheers now. now hey, there we uh, go. 
There yeah. we go. And I Cheers look, I, I, Irishman here. Ready? I'm gonna there. Double <laughs> fist in. There we go. Um, we'd love to have you back on the off season to talk college football players mm -hmm. that uh, the fantasy football community yes. should keep their eye on. We've got to pick your brain for your knowledge. Anytime, and I appreciate your guys' work ethic. Like I said, um, a hundred episodes in, it's fantastic, and I think it's only going to get stronger and stronger. Just like anything else you do in life, the more the more repetition you do it, the better you're going to become. And uh, every once in a while, I go like a uh, down a dark a dark alley of the internet of saying like. Most times I don't pay attention to my comments or, or people that are, uh, you know, commenting on our stuff, mm -hmm. but occasionally I'll like, I'd say like once or twice a year, I'll just, I don't know what leads me down this alley. And I'm like, I'm Googling sports gambling podcasts, college experience. And you know, you go deep into the web and then I, I, I go deep into the web. And for me, you gotta remember, I'm, I'm terrible on a computer. So like deep in the web is like probably just like the most normal website. <laughs> But I always see J Mark repping, repping SGPN, man. And that always, I appreciate that, man. As someone, yeah. you know, we started this thing a long time ago and I, I, I just think that to me, it's, uh, it's not everyone stays that, that hungry and, and hardworking to me. Uh, and I appreciate that. So yeah, thanks for, for having sure. me on the show. And, and anytime yeah. you guys want me back, let me know. We will. We'll, for yeah, sure. We'll Thank have you, you back. Um, Cause yeah. I, I remember last time you talked about Chase Brown and how good he was last mm -hmm. year. And I've got him in a lot of dynasty leagues and I'm excited from what I've seen the second half of the season from him. And I, I'm not sure if we had the conversation, but as a former East Carolina pirate myself, I tried to tell people that Keaton Mitchell was going to be a good player. Yeah. Trying to tell people he wasn't even drafted. <laughs> he wasn't even drafted, but I was like, he's got mm -hmm. speed that I've not seen, but maybe we got a new, uh, another one of those or two coming, yeah. coming in NFL draft time. Let's see who you compare to LeBron James this time, because last year it was Anthony Richardson. <laughs> That's a spicy time. take. We need time on our side, right? <laughs> uh, thanks for having me on, guys. Appreciate you and appreciate the work you do. Happy New Year and and yeah, keep keep rocking because I think you guys got something great going. Appreciate thank it. Thank you Col so much. Colby, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. See you, man. Take it easy. Take care. Likewise. All right. You want to continue our list and then we will get on out of here. Wrap it up. I'm on the people. clock again. Cody says in the dynasty, he's good. Cody, I apologize. Just, My phone yeah. did just die, but Ooh. after the show, I'll get it plugged in. <laughs> Jake says, we believe, um, all right. We were at number four. <clears throat> we had both gone through number four. You guessed yours correctly as uh savage and cook bourbon. So I'm going to go number five, and I guessed Uncle Nearest, 1856. Did I get one right yet? No. Not even close. Foundry, Bottled, and Bond. What? Oh, I marked that I got Foundry right, but that was you that got it right. I got the Foundry right. Wait, Do you know your you? whiskeys? Yeah. No, apparently not. <laughs> no, your number five was Foundry, Bottled, and Bond. And what did you rank it as? Five. Five. Yes. All right, what did you guess for your number five? Balcones. Correct. Texas, right? I the second I tasted that, I thought it I reminded. It so it's well. like the tobacco leather, yeah. like. I got that from Savage and Cook's Bourbon for some reason. Well, this is my. Your Savage and Cook Bourbon is number. It says nine now because you decided to spill number three and four ahead of time. So I grabbed eight and nine. That yeah, we that's were Balcones. Do. Wait. Oh. 
That just tastes like Texas. It does. (laughs) Yeah, I think you mixed mine up. I didn't. I didn't. I wrote it as I went, so there's no way I could mix it up. Balcones, um, sounds like we're we're nailing down a time here, but sounds like they're going to be on February 13th. Mm -hmm. We're really excited to talk with them. I know Zach Cavello, our our listener Zach Cavello, was excited to ask some specific questions about Texas whiskey because they got some really unique rules to be able to call it a Texas rye like Balcones does. Is it my turn? Number six? Yeah. Savage and Cook Rye. No. <laughs> Uncle Nearest, 1856. Maybe I wrote these your... wrong. Oh, that's, that's yours. Yeah. Um, I ranked it number six. Really? Yeah. Oh, wait. No, Uncle Nearest. I was thinking. Yeah. Okay. No, number six. And you thought it was a Savage and Cook? I Apparently. My taste buds must be off. Maybe I'm sick. <laughs> <laughs> this is why you get like a Snickers bar out of your whiskey sometimes because you're you're over there not even tasting what's in the whiskey. <laughs> I guess I guess that's true. What did you guess for your number six? Well, I know that you said my number one was Savage and Cook Rye. Correct. You which is well, I'm asking what you guess, not what I you guess know now. Savage and Cook Rye, but it's two bar. It is two bar. You had those two flipped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what'd you rank it as? Number two. Two number two, so Savage and Cook Rye was my number one ranked two bar bottle and bond bourbon. What was your number two? It was my number two. My number three, I did get right with Savage and Cook's bourbon. Mm-hmm. My number four was the Uncle Nearest Rye, which I didn't get. It, it was, it wasn't Uncle Nearest Rye, it was Uncle, it was, I was right, it was Uncle Nearest. It just was their 1856. Your number four. No, Savage that's my fourth bourbon. ranked. My oh, no, okay. was my number two bourbon. Was okay. the second bourbon I had. Yeah. So that leaves the Uncle Nearest Rye for number seven. Correct. And I ranked that six. Six. Mine I had is two bar. That's not correct. So it must be Savage and Cook Rye. Yeah. Which I ranked number one. Number one. Which is. Which was my number one. Your number one. Very interesting. That is Savage interesting. and Cook Rye has taken down the hundred proof whiskeys. Wait till as we our tell number Dylan. one. This is fun doing it blind. Yeah, we need um, to do more blind tastings, I, even if it's just one of us or the other yes. doing a blind tasting. I kind of cheated <laughs> because when I poured no yours, you got these. You're around. colorblind. When I, you're colorblind, when I poured these, Uncle Nearest, both of the Uncle Nearest ones were lighter. However, based on the p- flavor profiles of the other whiskeys, I still would have pegged those yeah. for Uncle Nearest. Okay. Because two bar was to me was just very distinct, even though I mixed it with the Savage and Cook. And then um Bottle and Bond Foundries, Bottle and Bond, I I picked that up right away as theirs. Yeah. I picked the Sav like Savage and Cook's bourbon. I picked that out right away. And the Texas rye. Yeah. I think your mom's talking to you. How dare you? Because you you said you cheated? (laughs) No, I just... Weasel. I could tell the color difference in the whiskey for the brand. Run down, before we get out of here, (laughs) run down um, your one through seven again. In order of how you picked them. Of my taste? Yeah. Of how I picked them from blind taste? Yes. Number one, Mm -hmm. uh, Savage and Cook Rye. Do you have a mark properly? Yes. Okay. Number two was two bars, uh, bottle and bond bourbon. Mm-hmm. Number three for me was Savage and Cook's bourbon. Number four was 
Uncle Nearest, 1856. Mm-hmm. Number five was Balcones, Texas Rye. Yep. Number six was Uncle Nearest uh, Rye. Mm-hmm. And seven was the Bottle and Bond American Malt Whiskey, the collab with Boulevard and Foundry. Yeah. All right, mine in order. Number one, Savage and Cook Rye. Number two, Balcones, Texas Rye. Number three, Savage and Cook Bourbon. Number four, Uncle Nearest Rye. Number five, Foundry. Number six, Uncle Nearest, 1856. And number seven, disappointed I picked it at seven. Granted, we like all of these. Mm-hmm. Um, this isn't to say that any of them are bad by any means, but two bar, bottled and bond, um, which I was blown away by when I first tasted it because I really enjoy it. So the fact that it was seven is surprising to me. But like we just told Colby, there are different days. You like different things. It's a mood. And I am a Tomorrow firm I might pick these believer different. in that you should not try multiple whiskeys together because yeah, the taste. It throws it. I kept sure. going back and forth between them before I pegged like, okay, I think this is this. Yeah. And then um, after I had to identify them first. I was just on a mission to identify them. <laughs> and then I like thought about it afterwards. I went back and tasted yeah. different ones. I was like, oh, this is, I want to. This is good. This is hitting the spot. Yeah. But when you get that many whiskeys, like when yeah. we do a flight of whiskeys, it's like four to five. Yeah. That's like the top you should do. The max. Yeah. The max. Not um, like 20 like Josh and I have done before. That's ridiculous. You're not even tasting the whiskey. No, but we were having fun. That's I know. You're sure. having fun. Overboard. Um, <laughs> but having fun. <laughs> thank you to all our guests. Yes. We thank a, you. We had a great time. So much. With this hundredth episode party. We're going to be back next week with Rod and Cody to talk NASCAR gambling and fantasy football. We're going to be back in potentially two weeks with a distiller guest. We're waiting to hear on that. Uh, in three weeks, it'll be scotch. We still have to go shopping for scotch. I know. We're going to be recapping the fantasy football season. We're going to do some uh, specific look and dive into some prize picks. Now that's playoffs. You, you want to keep playing fantasy football and you can, that's essentially what prize picks is. It's fantasy projections and you're picking more or mm-hmm. less or higher or lower. It's really easy. Um, so we're going to, we're going to kind of zone in on that. Some we got, we still got content through the playoffs. We're going to recap everything. And pretty soon we're going to be talking the draft. I, I know. mean, it doesn't end. Fantasy football never ends. Like when we started this podcast, not two seasons ago, I guess. Yeah. Um, I was like, okay, we do this. I and remember I wasn't fully on board. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I was talked into this. I've had a blast though, and I don't regret it whatsoever. Um, but I was thinking, okay, I know how busy I am. This is just in season. I'm I'm doing all this research anyway during fantasy football season, looking at the wa- waivers. This will be fun to talk some smack with you and at the end of the season, okay, then I'll get a break till next football season. No, it nope. doesn't end. It doesn't. You recap your season. Um, we go over the top 10 positions where people landed. Um, you know, we talk about, we start strategizing really early too for the next season because you I, can't plan ahead too much. I will tell you that today I went through our rosters and mm-hmm. updated them in our league and in the Rumble and already started planning on like, looking at who I may contract. Mm-hmm. So absolutely agree. You can't, you, there's never too early to start. Uh, we're doing a dynasty draft right now. That's going to start picking up. Uh, one of the things I think would be fun to do is we're going to do some mock drafts and whether yes. that's both of us, just me, just you, whatever, we're going to have some mock drafts where 
if you're interested in partaking, let us know because if you've never done auction or you just want to try to get better at auction, get more experience, we're going to be doing auction mock drafts starting soon here because that's a great way to just kind of get prepared, see how mm -hmm. it flows. And even think about like, did I like how my team turned out? If I didn't, what do I need to do different? If I am I happy with this team? If I walked away right now with this team, mm -hmm. do I like it? And things like that. So I think that would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and before we know it, it's going to be March. It's going to be, we're going to be getting into the draft. The NFL draft will be yeah. just around the corner. And that brings in all kinds of conversations around rookie players coming into mm -hmm. this next season. And then we'll be prepping you for all of your drafts going yeah. through auction strategies all of that so yeah. so we are going is, nowhere we're, no we're here and all the distiller guests like i'm so excited for this off season because we'll yeah. really have time to get a lot more on our schedule just like we did this last off season put in some work this morning actually on a break reaching out to some get a feeler um and that's uh already getting some feelers um for that i mean we're, we we're talking to redwood empire potentially getting them on. Uh, it's not a sure thing yet, but you know, potential thing. So if you, if you go to a distillery, tell them, Hey, we listen to this show called old fashioned football. We really mm -hmm. think you guys should be on there. Um, you know, talk about us to your friends, talk about us to distilleries, anywhere you think of that means a ton to us. The, the word of mouth referral type of stuff is huge for us. So, um, Miranda, we're almost three hours. I know. I think we should probably call it for our I voices. My voice, it, it stayed. I was nervous did, when yeah. we started. I thought my, it was I going. Like mine was going. <laughs> um, maybe that's the dry air. I I got it. We don't give credit enough to this, but every show at the beginning, at the end, you hear a guitar. It's a good buddy of ours, <laughs> Paul Stevie, playing yes. guitar. He threw that together for us. It actually not even for the show. It's something he had created. And I told him, I said, can I use this? Because it just gives the perfect vibe for a whiskey show, in my opinion. Like it's like you're in a lounge, kind of relaxing with a cocktail. Um, so Paul's going to take it out here. And Miranda, for the 100th time, but not the last, going once, going twice. So. Old-fashioned football.